All right. Hey, hello. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Matt and Todd Show, number 215. We're sliding in here sideways, and we're excited to be here to bring you the best dang sports show going today. And today, we will be talking about a few topics here right off the top of our heads. And I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you, HSA Championship Games... Most of the games were very good this year. We're going to get in them and they break were. them down. And we're also going to bring in a super special guest of the Nostradamus Pisco football. Yeah. We're going to talk about some teams that may sneak up on us next year. Dean, what do you got? Well, we're going to talk about the NIL. It's on the board for Alabama High School. So you is. know what that means. Yeah. I think we all know what that means. And also realignment, who's moving up, who's staying, who's moving down. That's December the 18th when they're going to decide that. So yeah, uh, we got some insight on that. We're going. It's pretty big stuff. We're going to kick that around. Come back. everybody hope everybody can hear us and it just seems it kind of sounds weird it don't sound let me see yeah how's that sounds can everybody hear us let's just hit the comment section to make sure i'll put on the youtube uh let me go right here it sounds all right i yeah. think let me play this one back yes yeah we're good okay all right and some things on topic today we're, we're going to be breaking in um, of course, we talked about ideas for uh, realignments, and you know some of your favorite teams may be moving up classifications. Um, there's some private schools that'll be definitely moving around. Once you win some state games, you're kind of gonna you're kind of gonna qualify for that. So we'll get into some of that. And um, I've heard there may be some position changes. We don't know exactly, but some some of the board people on the board maybe oh. there may be some voting okay. and stuff. I think they're having all these meetings are going to take place here within the next week. So I guess without further ado, uh, what's up, the Fighting Whitmires, Cusa Conquers, Teddy? Thank you for coming on, Teddy Whitmire, Mister. Good Gary job, Rice, good job. Thank you, Gary, and uh, Roll Tide. Shout out here, Coach Short. Who the other guru? He's a good one. He is definitely a good one. Good guy. Let's see here. Let's uh, yeah, we don't want to. We don't Maybe. have time. Let's look into yeah, preps, and we'll get into that. And no, we don't want Max preps. We want Al. preps. I'm fixing to uh, and just get some. We'll kind of start here from yearly stats on a team from around here here in a minute. We'll, we'll start, go over them later. Let's start backwards here. I, I like starting with one A just personally because it's just kind of 
more close and kind of near and dear to us. And I'll pull this up on the page and present and share screen and preps. And there we go. Okay. All right. So we'll break it into to, uh, to 1A here first for everybody. Um, of course, Coach Whitmire, he's on the page here watching. And guys, they fought a fight for 1A that honestly I hadn't seen. Uh, no, that was a great game. Uh, we haven't seen a game, a good 1A game in a while. That, uh, we've just hadn't had a good showing from 1A for I don't know how long. Mm, it's been a, It's been a while. Um, I think the Wadley Sweet was it Wadley and Sweetwater a couple of years ago. Three was okay, mm-hmm. uh, but now this one was a classic, was it not? Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. It felt like kind of from the end of the game back. It kind of felt like whoever had the ball last was going to win the game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hats off to Leroy. They're they're a, a, they're a good football team, man. Look, they just won it last year. Right. And when you get a team that's won it and been to it and been to it, and they're just an established program. And hats off their coach for well, their assistant coach stepping in. He's been there eight years, I think, to come in and and uh, take over as the head coach. You know, went on active duty, so you know he's overseas. Well, they uh, they, they did, en- did a good job with it. They ended up that, that's their like their fourth title in the last seventeen years, I think. Yeah, maybe more than that. I know they've won four. Yeah, uh, I think the game went. I know Teddy and them didn't. They didn't get the win. That's what they. That's what you set out to do, but. I know there's no buts, but still, you you know, it's still a, I mean, you know, just being there and we got yes. to go there and, and meet John and, and coach short and, and Pitts and, and Bo was at some other game. He come in a little later. So it kind of, it's kind of an end of a year kind of round up for around here right, people for right. high school football coverage people. And, you know, and uh, John Holder spring gardens, true and finest, you know, standing there and I asked him, you know, like, did you ever think this would happen here at Gadsden, you know, over here? No. Right, right. So it, it is a big, you know, accomplishment. And I'm sure they'd like to go back and do some things different. Uh, maybe catch a pass here, maybe break a run there. But man, they, they, you know, when you see these state games, and we'll say this probably many more times, uh, teams, you get those lucky breaks. Yeah. You can see some little things like they block a punt and score. Um, there was a big stop they had, like on a third down stop. Um, Things seemed like it was going their way, but just kind of towards the end, they just seemed like they may just may run out of gas a little. But I swear, it's like if they got the ball back, I felt like the game could have went on. Right, right. They just run out of time. Yeah. <laughs> so a very even the, matched game. Yes. Very. Yeah. Now it seemed the the only difference, and Teddy knows too. He's watched. He was at the game on the field, and I'm sure they've watched it back. Uh, Leroy's offensive line is good. So, I, also, when teams take losses, that's, you know, around here in our listening area, and, and we'll say this about Cherokee County, too, uh, you have to give flowers to the team that won. They are good. Oh, yeah. I mean, Leroy's won two 2A titles, and then down to 1A, and now this is going to be two. They're, they're a good squad. Yes, and they, they got behind their line, and they ran the ball, and they just – they got in those lanes, man. There were times they just had these big lanes. And now with Kusa being there and playing in it and had some experience and these some of the younger guys, the guys will be coming back, and they have this in their system. So now you start to build because let's, you know, look at a lot of these teams 
as we move through here, these teams that are winning, um, it's not like they just showed up and they've been once or twice and they win it. No, no. I mean, you've got we got to be realistic. We got to get. We won't get into all that, but uh, every team in it pretty much has got a pretty good history of going deep. I mean, except I mean, for Gulf Shores. Well, well, yeah. But how many of these teams like Torrey Catholic? They've been and been and been to the semi and lost, you know, been right. to a semi and lost, been to a state and lost, lost, moved up, lost, and then you know, so it's a building thing. Max Preps had them winning the state championship two years ago. Really? Yes. Well, it had their them listed as going fourteen and one and winning their last game of the year, which would have obviously been the state championship. Yeah. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. This was Montgomery Catholic's first state championship, right? They did not yes. win the state championship two years ago. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had that. Mm-mm. But they had been twice now. They went against five and Cherokee County. Yes. Um, now, we'll move into 2A. Dean, we watched <laughs> the game very close. Um, just what's your your just the final ending thoughts, I guess, of the game? How'd you feel? Uh, well, just five running the ball up front, their line, they rushed for 400 yards, actually 399. I mean, but yeah, I'm gonna give a shout out here to Ryder Gibson. Uh, you know, Logan Anderson had 256 yards, which they said I read put him at 2,864 on the year. Him and Jacob led all of Corneo led all of North Alabama, but Gibson comes in, Matt, and he has 134 yards on six carries. Mm. What a good counter to your main man. I, I know. So um, how do you? I mean, okay, so we got one back. He's got 200 yards. What about the, well, the other one's got 100? It's just, they rushed for 390 yards between them. Yes. Now, I did think Realtown was fantastic offensively, but they did struggle tackling uh, – Five. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot, a lot of people do. They do. They do. And Real Town was talented. They were good. But uh, five got out in front. And it's just every time they had the ball, I think they punted once, maybe. Maybe once, uh, twice. Yeah. Yeah. 400 yards, one pass. Yeah. One pass, incomplete. Um, or 399. <laughs> Real Town had 371, but a lot of it was through the air. Now, Good athletes, real. I pain. did think they they were very good, but there's the thing, some opportunities they missed on. If you're gonna swap punches with five, you score, they score, you can't have a drive where you don't score. That's correct. Uh and I'll I'll go back and forth a little with this. When we when City Bluff had to play them, uh, when we got moved up to a and you know, um just you know, chatting with my son about it and preparing the week to get ready to, you know, to I ain't gonna say get wallet, but I mean it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, how do you prepare? So, and and he noticed we drove some things on the refrigerator there, and, and that was one of his comments. If we could make them punt, just maybe once. They <laughs> <laughs> punted three times this year. <laughs> that, that that's good. He's a math headed guy, and that's um, mathematically thinking. That would be the way. Uh, what player at Fife's done the least in the last eleven years, or had to work the least in the last eleven years? That would be the punter. Yes, Bo Starkey. The man of the hour. What's up, What's up fellas? How He's talking about Fife's 400-yard rushing performance. He's getting a lot of props. Yeah, they they were getting it done in a big way. Um, well, I thought Realtown looked good, though. Did you? They looked really good. 
Yeah. Uh, a little secret about that game, the first play of the game where Anderson yeah. broke for 70-something yards. Yes. That was supposed to be an inside trap to Gibson, uh, Ryder Gibson, but mm. Anderson bobbled it when he got it, so he had to keep it. And uh, they went ahead and ran that trap on the next series, which Gibson scored on. So wow. it, that's a little inside uh, they just they just couldn't stop them. I mean, I thought Real Town was very talented offensively. Yeah, but uh, I think the problem was Fife didn't think they were going to stop them too much. Uh, they wanted to right. stop them just enough to get that W and get out of there. So, and they did. Yeah, they did. They did. They played really well. <laughs> oh, and then, yeah. and then that uh, out of the out of the second half, that wasn't an onside kick. It was a squib. It just so happened right. to hit a kid. And uh, Benefield said, we'll definitely take it, you know. Oh, so that wasn't by design? No, it was a squib kick. Oh, and he didn't get out of the way. And wow, hit it. genius. <laughs> yeah, he said but that in the postgame. Press some of him did me. At, hey, no, I didn't call that. Yeah. He could have been I like, yeah, you know, I called that. <laughs> I heard a coach getting props one time for moving a kid somewhere. He goes, boy, the what won you the game was moving that kid to outside linebacker from inside. He goes, <laughs> Well, the kid come to me and ask if he could move to outside linebacker. Oh, okay. Well, that works out. That's awesome. So I said, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I got some stats here for for Trey King. We'll work backwards for just a second, Bo, okay. and and yeah, uh, for Coastal Christian, and you know, I want you to comment. It's your that's your area. It's where you grew up around that area, and yeah. Uh, you know, I asked Coach. Uh, um, John Holder, we stand there on the field and they did the little fireworks stuff and, and you were there and I just ask him and I'll ask you the same thing. You know, did you ever think you would see, you know, Kusa going to a state, I mean, even getting deep in the playoffs, but going to a state championship game, you know, how does, how does that kind of, not even as average Joe's, but just as Bo Starkey, a guy that grew up right there, you know, what, how do you think about this? Like 10 years ago, no chance, zero chance. Uh, after I met Marco Bryant and had several conversations with him, I still have my doubts because it would just seem like an insurmountable amount of yeah. work. Uh, not saying I'm doubting him. I'm just saying uh, yeah. I've, I've seen a hundred coaches in this industry come in and we're going to change the culture and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And it don't get done, you know? Um, yeah. And it's harder. So, than yes. It's a lot harder than mm-hmm. just saying it in an interview with us. And, but um, after I seen him putting in the time and effort and, when I seen, uh, you know, Teddy come over there and I seen, you know, guys come over there like Alaric. I mean, I can say her name a hundred guys that was pouring their guts out into the program. And then I seen the administration, administration like a man of justice and Jack Justice and all them matching what they're doing on the administration end. And I said, all right, they're cooking with something now. Right. But you guys remember even when you guys come over and um, the Sparks yeah. that first time and when you looked at those coots of kids out there, you're probably thinking, "Jeez, man, uh, these guys." Yeah, me, me, and uh, went up there and, and visited with him, and me and you had um, had a breakfast one weekend day or something, and you know, going upstairs and all that mess up there, and he's just, you know, he's talking, and I'm listening, and I've told him this story, you know, a couple of times that. He's saying what he wants to do, and he can see it. And I could see what he was saying, but I just thought, man, I, I know, like you said, there's other guys said they're going to do this. Yeah. Hey, hats off to the guy if he can do it. And um, you know, my first reaction with him and meeting him, you know, I, I liked him and how he always celebrates kids. And I mean, he was celebrating Ombre making catches. He was the coach on the other team. He's complimenting yeah. other players on the. Other, I've never seen that happen. So yeah. those kind of things drew me to him. 
and yeah. then hearing, hearing him talk about it and then bringing in Teddy and the other guys. Teddy's has just brought that. We're just going to eat, not sleep. Okay. And that's just the way they he's brought into it. Yeah. So hats off to, to all them for, for making it. And I know they didn't win and uh, you know, and then we'll talk about some reclassification stuff here in a minute, but yeah, uh, it, it's a, it's an accomplishment. It is. It's an accomplishment. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, and I don't, I don't want this to sound bad, but up to about five years ago, when somebody would mention Kusa Christian, oh, he knows, Bo, I know what you're gonna say. I would think when I pictured it in my mind, I pictured it still down there before you go to Gaston School. We talked yeah, about that. North Gaston. I'm like, yes, yeah, uh, is their field still there? And then somebody's like, no, dude, they moved up there across from my, like, huh? Yeah, we talked about yeah. that. Yeah, Cup Short and John, they were talking about that, you know, about where it used to be. I kind of remember that. But a that's still where I had it in my mind. Yeah. And, and uh, they were the team everybody played for homecoming. And yeah. I mean, my son ain't been graduated long, and we beat them by, you know, four, four or five touchdowns. Yeah. 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 And it's just uh, evolved in something, and they've put the time in it and made it attractive for other kids want to be there and be part of it. So I'm sure we'll keep uh, hanging around. Uh, I think they'll have that. a good chance to get back. I would think. Yeah, they got a lot coming back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're junior laden team. Yeah, uh, heavy. That junior class has got the most of their great athletes are on that junior class. And we talked about five and two A, and hats off to Coach B on another great season. And he won't never tell you it ain't got nothing to do with him. He'll just say it's the guy, the kids, and uh, I just I don't know. I don't. You got seven now. Yeah, seven. Seven. Okay. I'm losing count. I don't hey, know. He yeah. got he tied Danny Horn second all time as well. Yeah. And really? wins. Three fifty one. Yep. Then two's gonna battle it out. Huh? <laughs> well then you got three. Terry Curtis is that uh yeah. I think he's at three fifty four. And then you got Horn and now Benfield at three fifty one. How much how what age are these guys? Now I know Benefield's about sixty five, right? Coach <laughs> is about five or six years younger than those two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He said he didn't know Kusa Christian existed before uh, meeting O'Brien. <laughs> oh, I, I, hey, he's not he's not lying on that because we went to a camp uh, down in Hanley, uh, a recruiting kind of camp thing where there was kids down there that was, that was trying to get college looks or whatever. Yeah. And I told Teddy, I said, we're going to go with some Kusa Christian kids uh, down there years ago. And uh, when Mark first took over, it was a little something over the summer, you know. And uh, Teddy said, who? And I said, who's a Christian? He goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> he thought they were like ASI or something. <laughs> well, um, check my mail. I've got it. So hats off again to Coach uh, uh, O'Brien, Teddy, and the guys, and Coach Benefield, 2A. Working into 3A now, this is a game that we all kind of – we're excited for the game. And, hey, Geraldine goes up here and, and just – a lot of people didn't give them credit, you know, to even be able to play with these guys. And you uh -huh. seen the final score there was 48-43. Uh, 48-43. Well, that was a game. Tell us about that, Bo, about the Geraldine and Madison game. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, I knew going in, the computers actually had Geraldine the favorite in that game. And yes, uh, you know, I a lot saw of that. A lot of people was like, well, why is that? Well, I got to thinking. I was like, man, these cats, Madison Academy's already played Mars Hill and Sylvania back-to-back. So then right. they played Mars Hill, Sylvania, and Geraldine back to back to back. What 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 did they have left over to go down? Then, there? then to, to Yeah, then Mobile Christian. 
Wasn't Geraldine like a one-point favorite, literally? It was a close line, and then they yeah. was favored. But, you know, that game, uh, Geraldine was up on them late and um, ended up losing. I, You know, I hate it for them and Carlos. You know, we talked to Alyssa Mann, Carlos's mom, a, a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. I asked her how everybody was doing, from Coach Davis to the players. And, and she said Carlos was really upset about, you know, that her, her son was more upset that his teammates were upset that, you know, they right. weren't getting another shot at it. But. But man, I'm telling you that, that, that I think they that's one of those situations they left everything they had out there on that field. And anytime you do that, you have no regret, regrets. Then I think you've done your job, my opinion. Madison she Academy is just too. They just had a little much. too much in the chamber. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she told me that Carlos. I want to say twenty four, twenty five hundred all purpose. Yeah. No, all that's purpose. kick returns. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, and forty something touchdowns, which is phenomenal. And had eighteen or nineteen hundred all purpose last year. So Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, you know, 40, he's a heck of a football player, I'll tell you that. Forty three hundred yards in two years. Well, how, how, let me ask you, I mean, how do you how do you play Marcel, Sylvania, and Geraldine? And, and then have to go compete on this on a short week on the biggest stage, you know, with the counting of travel day. I mean it, there's no reason they lost. And that ain't making excuses for them at that gum. When what's what do you got left in the tank? Right, right. It's almost like, gosh, can we get this over with? Yeah. I mean, it's like you've been putting a meat grinder, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, that, but, the but, the final game, and and it, I watched the game pretty closely, and I guess it was probably, I guess, kind of what we kind of thought, just from all the talk that we'd heard about yeah. uh, Mobile Christian, and you can see them playing through Trinity, and I didn't know much about the uh, Houston Academy. So I didn't know I couldn't comment about them very much and um or blue. I don't so we just didn't know. So coming in, you know, we thought, well, Madison Academy's, you know, probably got a good shot. They've they've played, it seems like tougher opponents on the way. Yeah. But I couldn't say that for sure because I would just be talking out my butt because I don't know about Blue or Houston well, Academy. They beat St. James and I gave them credit for that. St. James has an Arkansas committed quarterback. And yeah, I remember at the Piedmont game last year and yeah. how, how they looked. They looked Almost unbeatable last year. Same quarterback. Yeah, same quarterbacks there. So when they beat them thirty-four to thirty, I was like, okay, these dudes are early. Yeah, knew they were. You yeah. knew they were for real. You know, remember they were in a similar situation to Cusa. They had had some wins stripped and went in as a fourth seed or a third oh. seed in the playoffs last year and made that semifinals run and loss. I don't know if y'all remember that. Well, very boy, similar must- situation to what Cusa did this year. I agree with you on Madison Academy not having much left in the tank, but were you expecting you a 50, 55 to 28? Were you expecting that? Uh, I, I thought they'd score some, and they did. And if you watched it, they were, they were getting shot plays. Yeah, but yeah. you could tell that, that Mobo Christian was not going to ease off the throttle. And uh, and they had no answer defensively was the problem. Uh, I think Geraldine and, the, and uh, Geraldine and Michael Davis, and I think – uh, Tyler Van did did a really good job of exposing some things that they had seen, and yeah, I, I think that, that they. And then you got Ronnie Coxwell down there as their head coach, who's been, you know, at the highest level in college, uh, coaching Mobile Christian, and um, he was a recruiting coordinator, so he knows what to look for. He'd been at you know several major schools over the years, but him getting to see that footage, uh, that's probably why they were so effective. Because right. I think Michael Davis and Van did a really good job. I mean, Daryl Higgins too. Daryl Higgins shut them down. 
Problem is, he couldn't score for some reason or another, and I don't know what happened that night. But that was four. I think they. I think I read that they fumbled twice inside the five. Mm. Oh God! Hill did against was it sixteen fourteen or something like that. Or yeah, I can't see it. I mean, it's something like that. Uh, it was close. Yeah. <laughs> now I guess those one through three is always pretty close because we, uh, you know, we have a lot of those around here in our coverage area. You know, 4A has been close with us because Cherokee County here in the area and because they've made such good run here for the past two years. And that's, you know, that's probably probably one of the big topics because, well, all the, you know, chatter got rumbling about Jackson. So that got a lot of talk more and more about the South and then, you know, stumbles along Coach O'Neill. One, I think he got he got Coach of the Year, AHSA Coach of the Year. Uh-huh. Booker T. Washington stumbles in here, not by accident, um, got his wins. You know, beats good teams on the way. I mean, he yeah, beat Hanley, Hanley Jackson. He, he beats Jackson the next round, and then they had to come in and play uh, play Juice and the guys at Catholic, which we had not been saying a lot about. All the talk had really just been about Jackson because of Duckworth and because of whatever, and, and he's good. And EJ freshman, you know, finished with you know what eighteen hundred yards, I think, on the year, thirty touchdowns or so. Great player, wow. nice, nice young man. Uh, we chatted with him on Twitter a little bit. But with our team being up here of Cherokee County, Coach Kelly and the guys, you know, with the um, senior heavier class this year, and they're bringing back a good some nice yeah, pieces. Yeah, they got some good nice pieces coming back. We've really paid attention to them and to follow them on this journey to go down. And I know it's not what Coach Kelly wanted. I knew by look on his face, it's just like – just being around him sort of enough to know he is very competitive mm-hmm. and he wants to win. And, I, and, but he knows too, he hadn't failed the kids. We just didn't have a quarterback and you run into a team that's really good. And they've been there and they've been there and they've mm-hmm. been there. Semis law, semi laws, quarter law, state law, semi law. So it's a process. I just want fans to realize and Bo, you back this up too for fans. It takes time. Everybody uses five for an example. That's you can't do that because that's not fair to other coaches. Because mm-hmm. Coach Benefield has put in a lot of time, even from playing view time. And then at five, he didn't go in and win the first year, two, three, he was there. He took time to build this up from the youth age that mm-hmm. Coach Benefield's built this from elementary yeah. all the way through. So I'm just saying, be patient. They're doing a good job. They got a great staff. They're mm-hmm. going to bring back some more kids. And we look for Turkey County to. Make another good run to the north again. I next think they will make a good run. And you know, you can't. I hear a lot of stuff about the quarterback, and Tittle did try to go, but yep. he's hampered. Yeah, what are you going to do? And uh, he did get hit yep. on his one pass. He got hit pretty good. And I will commend the hit for Montgomery Catholic. It looked like he could have really lit him up, and he did not. Yeah, I thought that stood up a little. I thought that was kind of uh, yeah, try to lower his head on him or commendable. But uh, we never saw Carson again after yeah. that. And Bo, you know, you can't develop a you got a quarterback out. You can't get a you can't develop a fantastic, unstoppable passing game in a couple of weeks. <laughs> no, and uh, Kelly said in the post game interview. He's like, I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I got tired of seeing my quarterback with a torn ACL out there trying to play, and I'm tired of right. seeing him get hit. I, I can't watch it no more. And I commend Kelly well, on that. You don't want him to get hit none. And, and I'm going to tell you, you something. Don't. That's I mean, not he's hurt bad anyway. 
that's not the defense you want to roll them out there against. Uh, no. They're just they're just too good. They're too sound. I mean, Jake Cornejo had a hundred yards, but I can promise you, man, they were earned yards. I mean, that they were hidden. They were sending eight, nine in the box, just sending everybody. I mean, it was it was a not for a faint of heart uh, a football game. If you didn't like contact, you might want to. You might want to turn your head on that one because, man, they was some licks. And, you know, Cherokee – I mean, they, Cherokee County had them. They had a goal line stand. They had, you know, well. first downs. They was moving the ball. It's just when you got a defense that led one through seven A in scoring differential uh, or, or overall scoring average, um, Juice said that don't happen because your defense is that good. He said that happens because you're playing comp – complimentary football and what he meant by that was instead of letting Caleb throw it all over the field we wanted to run it too let them rest and keep the ball on their side of the field because he figured at some point the levee would break and when it broke he thought they could take advantage of them that was Juice's game plan so that's why Caleb had 190 rushing yards and he continued to rush him and not throw because everybody kept saying why ain't he throwing D why ain't he throwing you know because they have a, a lot this year but that wasn't right. a game plan because he knew he was playing a dangerous team with a dangerous uh, set of running backs and a really good offensive line and a good defense. Oh, he's so done he for 3,000 yards twice in his yeah. career. Yeah, he's over 11,000-something, uh, you know, That's, for his career and 100 yeah. – I don't know. I know he was – he didn't break uh, – uh, He didn't break Story's record or Mush. Well, no, uh, he didn't break Jack's record. Jack's got the touchdown record, but he's in the ballpark. Oh, Jack does. Okay. Yeah, Jack Hayes does. But he's in the ball. Yes, I knew that. Yeah. Just to tell you the caliber. So, Right. But, man, it uh, was a physical game. God almighty. The whole first half, I mean, it was just – it went back and forth. And the little penalties here and there, that hurt us. Yeah. Uh, at the start of the gate, we got on third down, had a little penalty there, backed us up, and it, it just kind of – it slows down what he's trying to do. You yeah. Know? And we already kind of behind the eight ball anyway. And you're just trying to build some momentum and build some momentum. And Jacob and Tay, you know, Tay had 88, 80 yards, yeah, 80. 88 yards on the day. And, man, they they just stuck with them for over the first half into the third quarter. And just, I mean, it's still, a you know, a close game all the way through. It just wasn't until towards the end of the game. And it just seemed like a defensive guy just kind of got kind of tired because it's like if the offense is going three and out, you know, if they make a couple of runs and get a first down right. once or twice, then the defense is right back out. And, you know, the problem, Matt, is you, they're too platooning as well. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, they're too platooning everybody. Both. And then, you know, several guys are having to go two ways at Cherokee, which is, you know, over a course of time when you're playing that physical, that, that starts taking its toll on you. Yeah. I think the three key plays that hurt center, and it's not, it's them, the, the Mosley, the pass getting broke up. Oh, man, up. that guy just made a – he jumped over behind yeah. him, just knocked the ball. He had it in his hand. Yes. Bless his heart. He he's did. A, he's going to be great. I mean, I can't wait to see him play. And, I mean, the guy broke it up. Yes. There's no drop. I'm oh, not getting did. on Mosley. There's no drop. It was a good play. Yeah. And then you had – Jacob had a good run on one drive that got him out of the end zone, yeah. but they called a hold, and then he threw a 22-yard pass to Mosley. And they said there was a man downfield. Man downfield, I remember that. We did not, and we looked on replay, and even the guys mm -hmm. said we don't see a My guy man. downfield nowhere. I don't know what what who, give us a number or something because there was. It, you can be five yards upfield, right? Is it five or three? 
How much is it, Bo? Five. It's uh, long, long as he's catching it behind the line of scrimmage is the is the question. You see what I'm saying? Like on the screen. Yeah, uh, he, threw it down, he threw it down the field. Yeah, he threw they it down the field. Over. I think was the ultimate problem in that. That was a purpose. We look for a guy being the lineman down the field, and they can block up field, but you, I mean, you yes. can't be 10 yards up field. Right. Yeah, right. you got to throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage as well, to my right. understanding. Like a screen. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean, there, that was, there was one player that seemed to be a few yards off, but he wasn't. It wasn't anything ridiculous. And it didn't, it didn't um, help the play happen about a play 20 yards down the field and the fumble too they missed that one that was just a clear miss yes yes they got you. Yeah, that was I that mean, was they, tough there yeah because they were showing on to him yeah and they, re, they watched it i know they could see his you know he wouldn't they he ripped the ball you could see the shadow of the ball coming out before he went down yeah but you know those are those things that sometimes they break your way and i know coach kelly and, and coach henderson whether all the group they're not gonna make excuses about no, hey we lost no. well we, we lost because of no that's not how they are. It's just going to be those plays shouldn't have mattered that much. You know, we should have done this, this, and that better. And they're just going to go back and and uh, and just get ready and, and get ready to win it again. You know, yeah. make another trip. I just think it would have made a big difference that touchdown. You know, it'd been fourteen to seven. Yeah, yes. get a little momentum, made, get some yes. confidence. Yeah, and he couldn't do nothing about it, man. The kid made a he made a good play. It was a good play call. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I loved it. I was like, heck yeah, man. That's exactly. And then he catches it sort of, and then the guy jumps over his back, and he just knocks it out of his hand. But that, that young man's going to play a lot of more football yeah. uh, in Church County. And um, what's the more – the end of the year stats. I'm, I'm looking them up right here. Jacob had over – he was over 7,000 for his career. It says here. Now, of course, this is the official. This is their team stats. Now, I'd heard different – things jacob had 2900 2950 2897 but now this is from this is the school stats he had 3003 all purpose yards no just rushing rushing for the year three thousand really? that'll put him over johnny mac dupree's for the 2900 yeah. johnny mac well he broke that record for the county most yards I don't know. I think he broke that anyway, but yeah. Keyshawn Woods had six, seven. I thought he was at 25. Well, no, he was I, at 20. Oh, he was 20. He was 28. No, I thought he was at 25 heading into Westminster. I don't know. Now, I don't know how many he had up there. It's like 25, Well, now that's according to Max Preps, too. I don't know. He had, he had 239 at West. Well, I mean, that may be. I mean, Morgan. Yeah. And then 151 there. And 102 at uh, the other day. Now, I read everybody's had him with 102 the other day. Yeah. I've not read. You know, you'll get one paper. Yeah. has got him with 146, one with 126. Either way, every, tick for tack. I mean, that's an incredible season. 3,000 I mean, yards. And yeah. Diamond, 526. Here's another thing people fail to realize six, about these playoff runs. Each and every week you go out there, that's another spring training for your kids, your young guys. Yeah. Those scout team guys, because, you know, you have a spring training in March or whenever it is. Well, this one week long. Well, guess what? Everybody else in the state sitting at home, and these guys are getting reps for this week, yeah. for another week, for another week, for another week. So that scout team is having a spring training each and every week you advance in the playoffs. That's what's going to help Coach Kelly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because you got to think now, these guys that are coming in, uh, juniors, it's going to be seniors this next football season, like Caleb Harbor. 
All right, Caleb's going to be, gonna be good. He's I mean, going to be a senior. Look, he's already played in two state championship games. Well, okay? you got well, you got him. I mean, he's already made a hundred tackles a season. Diamonds made a hundred. And Tristan, he's Tristan over made a hundred and seventy. One hundred seventy only. He's got, he's got he's been a two hundred seventy tackles. One hundred sixty-five, I think. Was yes. that's incredible. He had 158 going in. <laughs> yeah, and they ran it. I mean, they ran they ran a good they bit. They ran a lot. So yeah. I'm assuming they had him for six, but I don't think that – he was in on more than six. Well, I think he yeah. had there 20 at Westminster. That's what it was. He, he had a crazy game at Westminster. But those official stats down there at the state championship, they're very hard on tacklers. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, you better make it by yourself. Yeah, it's nearly solos only. I don't even know if they. I don't even know if they count. Assists. I I don't even think that. So I figure Tristan finished with 170. Yeah, that's a good guess. Yeah, him and uh, there's a lot of these guys are coming back. You know, yeah. Landon Ransom, Landon will be back. He wasn't a senior. What about Lloyd? Uh, yes, he's a senior. Okay. I remember them being out there on the field. I'm trying to remember the faces like Hayden and those guys that were on the senior night. Bo, you was there. Remember on senior night? Yes, sir. I remember taking some of the pictures. I'm trying to remember all the faces. Well, you've got the Davis boy back that played in the secondary. The gentleman that's going the Navy SEAL. Yeah. I mean, they're going in the Marines. Who is? Tony. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah the center, snapper. Yeah, he's a senior class. But see, they're still part of that group. See, part of that group was, you know, was last year. And then some of the more of this group of the team they've been together so long was on Jacob's group, which was like Hayden and them. Well, Tristan's part of that group. Well, he's still got another year. So, you know what I'm saying? Pee yeah. football, you could be spaced out a year between. So, uh, gosh, man, I mean, Keyshawn, you know, he'll play back. And, of course, he'll be one of the run. Him and Diamond will be. And do you use back. Tay for. Because he's got to play defense, so can you? You can't run him and play him on defense all night. I don't know. He said he had five. I think, I think they got. A couple. <laughs> I mean, to be a premier guy. Too. Oh I, yes, yes. I, I, I think they got a couple. I think they're going to platoon it, kind of like a. Uh, uh, I think y'all going to platoon it, kind of like a uh, Kusa did this year. Well, yeah, because you got uh, Jaquan too, Diamond twenty three. Yep. See Jaquan, nobody's really seen him play. I don't know hardly any this year. Well, you know. Uh, uh, Matt, the tighter the game, the more reps one or the other may get. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if they sit, they're just out there playing, you know, just a normal O, somebody that, you know, it's not really going to challenge them, you run four, four, three, four, five guys. You know, that's probably what they'll do if I had to imagine. Yeah, I'm curious about mm. scheduling too. I'd like to see. I think everybody's maybe. waiting on this reclass and then you're going to yeah. see coaches jumping ship and you're going to see coaches <laughs> getting hired. You're going to see teams dropping other teams that's normally on the schedule. Yeah. You don't see a oh, lot yeah, of movement. Definitely. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if, if the the Fort Payne stuff is going to continue uh, with Cherokee County and Fort Payne and Alexandria. That's always been a good game, and so they'll have to go up there and play next year. Yeah. So that'll that'll be a good game. Yeah, uh, they're, they're going to be better. We knew Alexandria because we know Coach up there and, and his dad and them, Coach Gian. They're going to have a solid program. They don't think that they're slipping away, people. Coach Gann and them, his dad, or they've been doing this a long time. Bo, you've been up there a lot and interviewed yep. them. Alexander's going to be back on the map. Yeah, ain't no doubt. Cherokee County rushed for 4,963 yards this year. That's Jesus. pretty good. Oh, man. That's pretty good. Yards. Yeah, that's that's a lot of yards. Uh, oh, mighty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. I'm trying to see Jacob's receiving – numbers uh i know he didn't they didn't throw to him much he caught he caught a couple passes this yeah. year 
But now people don't know that about Joe Jacob was an excellent receiver. Yeah. You know, he was an excellent receiver. Frampton had a good year. I mean, he, he did. He had some moments and, you know, I, I wished that's what we could have seen. That's what we wanted to see. But unfortunately, we couldn't. We'd love to see him be able to hook up with a ball in the state game. And Yeah, he was, he was a good receiver. Get the ball down there to him. But Is he back? Uh, Frampton. I don't know. Hey, people – no, People's got to realize something about Juice uh, Johnson at Catholic. Uh, remember, he didn't get it done, and people were like, rumblings about right. him losing his job, and he's yeah. not the right oh, really? guy. Oh, yeah, yep. up until this year. And when he, wow. come in the, when he come in the press conference in front of everybody, I'm talking about hell.com in front of everybody, he slapped me on my chest, and he said, you, you're the only dude that believed in us and has been there since, since I took over. And uh, everybody in here, he said it so everybody could hear it. And the reason I'm saying that is because it's it's almost identical to what Kelly's going through. Uh, he's got so wait. much success, time, and he's knocking on the deal. door. It's just the day's going to come we get kicked the door in. Um, yeah. And, look, Catholic's gone. They're moving up to 5A. So, uh, you know, there's supposed to be some well, – I can't say that on the air, but uh, – there's supposed yeah, to be some movement. Right. I'll just say that. And uh, so 4A is supposed to be more open than it was this year is all I'll say. Right. Yes, it will be. Yeah, South yeah. going to be a little different. It's going to be a little different to South. Yeah, it's going to be a lot different. <laughs> I'm looking forward to some of these North teams and see how they move around. Yeah. And uh, I don't – there was a piddling rumor that that Cherokee County I – don't, I don't see why they would – I just don't want to see them get – I mean – if they're going to get moved back in the South, it may be a good time to do it now because, you know, mm-hmm. while he's he has built this team into something, you know, they have really, you know, they're 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 not just a, a household name anymore. They're a statewide name. Cherokee County is known to be – they got a good football team. Mm-hmm. I think know? they're very good next year. But they get moved in the South and they're playing like they was before when Coach Kelly first came. Remember, they had to go play at Viger team mm-hmm. off down there. And it, it's bad for traveling, but – he knows too, being a coach from Georgia and his dad, they travel like that over there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's what they don't travel. do a north south. They travel all over the place. Now, yeah. You'll find out who the good of the good is, I guess, because there's not a north or a south. You just, you just smash it out. Oh, and get this, Bo. Their state championships are Monday and Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> That's so strange, man. That's strange. It's different. I told Matt I'd never heard of anything like that in my life, but that is, that's different. That's strange. Yeah. Tuesday, Rockmart plays Tuesday Rock, at one. Yeah, they play Thursday at Rockmart plays at the Benz Thursday at seven. I Bowden, it, Bowden plays Tuesday. I don't know. Oh, was it Bowden playing Tuesday? I knew somebody was playing Tuesday. Who was that they put out trying? Uh, that was. Uh, Are they Ar- still in it? Elbert County. No, they got put out barely the next week, like by real close. Yeah, <laughs> Like by a point or two. Coach Short gotcha. said that we better um, – Some a lot of people would think that Jackson going 5A would be beneficial. Who? Coach Short said that, you know, a lot of people are hoping that Jackson goes 5A. Because Again, gonna I'm gonna, I can't say anything. They're going to be a team to deal with, the kind of run that they made and the kind of athletes they got. EJ is a freshman. I mean, he ain't even hardly been driving a car long, and this kid is dynamite. He's really fun to watch. I've yeah. – Chatted with him a little bit on Powerhouse. Really nice young guy. Um, this the whole South is going to be. It's going to be different. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 
let's talk okay. about 5A. We, we've beat 4A to death, and we love our guys at Cherokee County. I've coached some of these young men and been around their whole life. I love all you guys very much. The season was not wasted. You played like true champions, and some you're just part of the teams that are building something that's going to be great. And you can look back as an older adult and say, I helped be a part of that to build this up and to be a state championship team. It's going to happen. Just keep digging. That's all I say. I mean, they're, they're part of something that's being built over there. Coach Kelly and, and his staff has done a good job. Mr. T- Tittle, he's a part of that too. Part of the principals are a huge part of uh, successful football programs. Yes, definitely. Now, Ramsey here at 5A, I, I thought it would be a little closer than what it was. Coach Shores is a good team. Uh, and I was shocked. Players. I watched Ronnie. I expect Ramsey to win play. that game by ten points or more. You really did? Okay. Yeah. I thought Ramsey would boy, more Royal just had 188 yards. Yeah. He's not even their feature back. No. I just when I've seen Ramsey and I've seen who they've played, yeah. and I've seen Gulf Shores and I've seen who they played, and I was like, they ain't no way. But you can't start the game out like Ramsey did. Yeah. And then the very next series hit a wide open touchdown pass drop. So that's a 14 point swing. Plus, right. you received the opening kickoff. So now you're basically got a 14 point swing and they're getting the ball at the half. Yeah. So that's a 21 point swing. And that's exactly what they got down by before they woke up and started playing. <laughs> but now, if you were to tell me uh, that they were going to be able to hold uh, Keenan and those guys like they did, I, I would have said, you are on drugs. There's no way. Do uh, with with Ashford and those guys that, that Ramsey has, they have two guys that combined over 2,500 receiving yards and 25 oh touchdowns. Like I, I'd have never in a million years thought that ever. And you had QB Reese at linebacker, who's all everything. I I, I just didn't think Gulf Shores could, was a good was going to match up well against Ramsey. And and really, when Ramsey kicked it in gear. They kind of, you kind of seen that in flashes, but they were behind so bad, so early, uh, and I think the difference was Ronnie Royal. I mean, like, you know, people have been on here saying negative stuff on the post we made about him winning MVP. I just go in there and block and delete, block and delete, because I'm not going to deal with the crap. But kid moved in ninth grade, you know. Uh, he moved after his ninth grade year, right? Yeah. Yep. He played there so he, three years. That's right. He moved, and um, it's over in It's water under the bridge. And ASHA hadn't come in and said nothing. So you gotta you gotta play the hand that's dealt with you, you know? Uh so you know, man. Well even if they made it. him sit out, and if they made him sit out two years, he still could have legally played the other night. Yeah. Yeah. That was three years ago. And the problem is is this time, with all the speculation and stuff that uh um, was in the news and the r- report that Eli Simone or Simone Eli did. You that it, it didn't have no leg, like it didn't catch traction with the ASHA. So, with that being said, you got to play them. Yeah. You got to play them. Yeah. Uh, so they're there, and they went and handled business, and they beat a team that I didn't think there's no way in the world that's going to beat them. Uh, that if I had a confidence uh, pick, that'd probably been my never. second most confident game would have been Ramsey. Wow. So uh, they beat Gunnersville to me too. I've seen that score, and I was like, I, I knew Gunnersville. Was, I've tried to keep up with them when they got in the playoffs. Yeah, they're good. Ramsey beat them thirty-five to fourteen. Yeah. I mean, like, mm. golly, these guys are. And they won it last year, so you know. Hey, they're just 
they're just good and they're fast. And I mean, I'll tell you what kind of athletes they got. Uh, Denton, who I just sent me a text a second ago, their basketball coach, went up to Huntsville High, who's ranked, I don't know, one or two and seven A in basketball, and played Huntsville High with six guys. Only had one guy coming off the bench to a four point game at Huntsville mm. the other night with all of their football guys still playing football. That's what kind of athletes are walking around Ramsey. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, speaking of those athletes, they got them, man. Yeah, they got them everywhere. I saw um, where Royal had a thousand yards every year. He had a thousand rushing every all four years. Yeah, if you've seen that stat we did about him, I think it was in week three of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He had thrown a touchdown. He was one for one with a thrown touchdown pass. He had, I don't know how many rushing yards, and then he had a bunch of receiving yards, and then he had uh, interceptions in his career, didn't he? He had several. He, I think it was like six interceptions, and four of them returned for touchdowns for yeah. over 140 yards. He was averaging like 40 yards of return on interceptions. Yeah, I mean, he made, where's he going? North Carolina well, State. on paper, NC State, but I mean, if his draft, if his stock didn't go up after that performance, then I, what I don't, I, maybe I don't know anything about football. Yeah. Uh, that's a guy you just get him a jersey and a helmet and a uniform and yeah. send him out there. He, we'll find something for him to do. He's an athlete. He is yeah. five star, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At least a four. He's five a four, four, I believe. Yes. Uh, okay. I remember Todd that. telling us back when he's an eighth grader, he said, That dude right there is going to be unbelievable. And I was like, Really? He's like, I promise you, Bo, this dude's Mac Campbell esque, but he's more gifted than Mac overall. Matt was a great running running back. Uh, he said, like, you know, like gifted as far as some of the other things he could do. He's not. Mm-hmm. Some of the other great athletes will move into 6A. The quarterback there, uh, the young man Hart played there at Sarah Land. I enjoyed watching him play. KJ Lacey. A lot of good other yeah, guys. Think, yeah, he's I mean, good. The clay kid, McCumbo, which is going to Bama. Yeah. And then, of course, the receiver. Brian Williams, wow. The receiver for Sarah Land, too. What did he have, 200 and – what, what did he have in the game? 290. All purpose. Yeah. Was it 11? He had a kick return too, right? Oh, yes. yeah. He just he just bounced it. Yeah. I mean, they kicked it to him, and he just bounced it. That's I mean, it, it looked very easy. Yeah. Kudos to Clay. They weren't scared of him, but I mean. No, they wasn't. No. Uh, Is K.J. Uh, Lacey going anywhere? Yeah, yeah Texas. That's why yeah. Shark was there. That's what I was saying. It's fun to watch yeah. them play. He was – uh, he's, he's the good. general of the team. You know, yeah. the quarterback's the guy. Yeah. And even though you throw into one of the – well, you're throwing to the best receiver in the nation. Uh, you know. One uh, of them, yeah. So, it's I, I enjoyed how he played. I think he is him. the best one, ain't he? Yeah, he's I watched top. him yeah. after the yeah. game, Lacey. Like, his after-game stuff. I've seen stuff on Twitter. I'm, it seemed like a super nice kid. I think Sark is getting a good player. Yes, I, uh, do, I agree. Uh, and did, the quarterback uh, for Clay's amazing. Who would y'all? Oh yeah, Bok- and Bakway. He's, yeah, he's, he's a defensive back turned quarterback because they needed somebody to make plays, and then he yeah. played with his hair on fire the other night. Yeah, he beat hey, Tom- quick I question. Thompson. And quick question: Who would y'all him? rather have, Cam Coleman or or Williams? Oh boy, who? Cam Coleman from Central or Williams? Oh, oh, I don't know. I just can't – I'm not taking anything away from Coleman, but I just can't imagine anybody being much better than Williams. <laughs> he's just – he's, like he's like a Tyreek Hill kind of. It's just but, ridiculous. But Maybe. more – I don't know. This is going to sound stupid because Tyreek Hill's in the NFL. 
Because like this dude makes it look effortless. Yes. I think that's the thing. It's just like that kick return. You know, they converged, which you're supposed to. And he just bounced it to the right, and he's gone. And, and brother, I'm telling you right now, he's not playing slippery rock. Clay Chalkville is loaded. Oh, yeah. We're talking about athletes walking around the school. They're not playing slippery rock. Clay Chalkville is loaded to the gills with athletes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they're yeah. lying. You know, the battle's the ones up front. I, I watched the big – What about the kid the from Oregon going to Oregon, Matt? God, he's huge. He's over <laughs> 300 pounds. Uh, I don't, yeah, he's 6'8", 340. Yeah. Did you get to stand beside him over there? Or was you yeah, I did. I did at the Thompson game. I was like, man, this dude looks like Ellie Gante. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Andre the Giant out here, his child. Yeah. Oh, man, he's big. He's that, that was a good football game. And, you know, it got to end with that, and I hate it for uh, the Hunt kid. Uh, he's trying to win the game. And, and nobody – I ain't heard nothing really bad. Somebody say really on Twitter much bad response, but there was a little bit. But, you know, you're going to get some idiots. He's trying to win a game. Leave him alone. I know yeah. he through it, but they were covered, and he's just trying to win. He's a baller. He's a gamer. They stopped him at the one and a half. Yeah, I mean. so. You know what it's identical to when Pleasant Grove and Clay, Clay Central played that time? Same play. Quarterback yeah, really. running with it. Got all the way to the one, last play of the game. They uh, drilled him. They won the playoffs. Because nobody feels worse than him. Okay. No, yeah. no, I mean he's laying there on the ground thinking. If like, anything, I mean I coaching, I would have kicked the field goal personally. I would. Me too. We wondered that too. Why did he not just kick? Well, the he said in his interview, he said, "I got some of the best players in the nation, so I want my players to decide the game for us." Okay, I can dig it. I'm that way. I would rather just. I just I'm a lot of guts, though. I'm the kind of go for it kind of guy. Look, we're down here to state championship. And like he said, I got dudes, and either we got dudes or we don't. You know, I'm a baseball. I've coached more baseball, and if I'm standing on third base and I'm sending a kid, and I see the ball relay, and that kid ain't let go on the ball yet, I know my players. I'm sending him home, and if he gets out, that's on me. But I'm trying to win the game. That's it. Yep. Seven A ball. We talked about uh, Williams kids, Central Phoenix, and Thompson. The game kind of went. I think as some people thought after seeing Thompson play this year, and and Clay Chopwell beating them. They don't have quite the guys, which a lot of team schools wish they had. The problem that Thompson has is not quite having yeah. as many this year. Yeah, a lot of team schools wish they had two. that problem. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think Thompson played them as good as they could play them. I agree. I, I mean, agree. I think they gave it everything they did. I think Freeman coached a great game. Again, yep. much like a Mobile Christian in, in Madison County, I think Mobile Christian just had just a little more – Ammunition in the in the in the chamber, and I think that's what we're saying. What was the final in the Thompson? I mean, it was tied right there, wasn't it? For Cam broke that one down the sideline. I can't remember the Matt yeah. pulled up. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't remember the score on the. I can't remember either, but I remember it was nip and tuck, and then right there at the end, uh, Cam's Cam's uh, uh, touchdown down the sideline sealed it. And I remember. I seen so much football and basketball the last couple of days, plus me being sick. I ain't, my you, mind's fried. You tired of it? Oh, I'm sick. I'm real bad sick, and it's uh, my mind's fried. Right, right. I understand. Yeah. I don't. I don't think none of these. What does it say? Does it say twenty-one seven? That was yeah. a Mary Mary G game, and twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one nineteen. Twenty-one nineteen. Yeah. Wow. Well, good yep. game. Really good game. Yeah, it, it was. Um, Alex, how many Misty's phone? Give me Misty's phone. 
I'll get that reclassed up, pulled up. Or... Yeah, let's. Right. Why don't we think about? And I know this is going to come up, and I want your opinion on this too. NIL is on the table, guys. People listening in the audience, there's one of you congressmen um, in the state of Alabama, uh, feller. They brought it. it. Yeah, they they presented it to uh, to the board. So this ain't AHSA now. They don't have nothing to do with it. This is your state representative. So he's he's put it on the board. It's supposed to be going to a meeting next week, and then by the first of the year, we're going to have they're going to have a yes or no on this for NIL. Now, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida. Everybody else is already kind of there is going with the flow. So now I have read the fine tune because when Georgia passed it, I brought me and Burge went up. Me and Burge went on and talked about it. Uh-huh. And we got the fine, fine details of the stipulations in it. So it's not quite as bad as you as you think it is. Right, right. It's not like well. Not to go into detail, it's just it's not as bad as you think it is, right? Right. There's not going to be players going all over the place over this. Now, here's here's some fine details I'll share with, and some people know. Uh, we'll say whoever uh, player Michael Smith. Michael Smith is a running back up here at um, Sardis at Cedar Bluff <laughs> at Cedar Bluff, uh, whatever, or uh, you know, he can't go up here to Leroy Caldwell's car lot and have on a uh, east side high school hat and east side high school jersey jacket or jersey pins anything and say hi i'm michael smith running back east side high school come on down here to john boys trucking and get you brand new tires for your trucks and traders right thank you you can't you know you can't do that you can't mention your school you can't have on any apparel so what me and birds tried to figure out was how is that going to be as a marketing person? What's Bo, the point? We we work on selling ads for our shows that we do. And you work on this every day. How is it appealing for you as a as a show? Why would you want to advertise for a company or somebody that would have? It, nobody's going to know who they are because if this Michael Smith guy, the running back at Eastside High School, everybody knows him as the running back there. But if you're putting him out in the advertising world, nobody knows who he is. They just know him because he plays football at Eastside High School. Right. So how's it going to be marketable? How, I'm thinking as a marketing person, you do this stuff. How's that marketable? Well, um, when you get an undeniable athlete, uh, that's when it becomes marketable. Uh, just, I'm not saying she does this, but someone like Ace. Very few households don't know who Ace Austin is at this point. So if you're a Cadillac dealership, and look, uh, Alvin Briggs even said this. He said, if, if just say Ace, for example, if Ace Austin goes to Toyota, and I'm not saying Ace does this, so for anybody goes, hey man, Ace is NIL. And no, I'm just using her for example, just because she's very popular. Ace Austin goes to Toyota. Toyota can pay Ace to sell a car in a commercial. That's between an employer and an employee. Nothing the ASHA can do, period. That's right. just like if Ace flipped hamburgers for, for McDonald's. ASHA has no involvement in that. Now, if Toyota is paying Ace to hit X amount of three-pointers, that's NIL. He said this, and Alvin Briggs said this in the meeting, uh, the, the media day meeting at the beginning of the season this year, because they wanted him to address it. 
So I'm using her for an example. Like you said, if it's Michael Smith and he's just an average guy that's an average player at Cedar Bluff, they're not going to have a big – he's not going to have a big market. They're, they're out after these uh, head warriors. And Mbakwe's. Yeah, Mbakwe, Ryan Williams. Uh, Hart, Hunt, and Williams. And yeah, Ace, Bell Hill, like at Mars Hill, you know, like – they're gonna they're gonna be after players like that or uh, uh, Caleb Holt at Buckhorn. They're coming after these these heavy hitters. That's the six, ones that's gonna get the six, one. Seven a six seven a schools. Right. Well, e- even some of these smaller ones that's just undeniable in that area. You know what I mean? So you're saying you're gonna pretty much have to be a superstar. I, I think I think if you're a uh, if you're looking at it from how the business looks at it, yes, you're, you're gonna have to be a marketable huge name. Uh, right. It's not uh, anybody. No. Yeah, I mean they can, but they're not going. I'm telling you, and then you're gonna do them no good. There's no, there's no profit in it. Right. Yeah, because and, you know we love high school sports, but your average Joe, no pun intended, walking down the street, they may not know who Michael Smith is, but they're gonna say, "Oh, I, I know that Ace Austin girl. She committed to Alabama," or "I know that Ryan Williams. He committed to Alabama." Uh, you know, so they'll know who those heavy hitters are. And then I could see the appeal of, of, of them wanting to pay a player of that magnitude. Here's my question to y'all, though. Even if this gets passed through the Senate and all that, or the House or whatever, right. who's to say the ASHA says, hey, that's cool that y'all passed that bill, but we're not allowing it to take place with our athletes here uh, because you don't have to be in the ASHA. You choose to be. Yeah, I think that's that Georgia had that same thing too. They had some Congress, a Congress lady um, had some something like that. From the way I understood it now, Birds, he, he explained it because he read more on her comments and how she was, they, they're not, they're not intertwined at all. And what a kid does outside of that has nothing to do with. So there's no, there's nothing denying that they can deny to say, well, if this kid takes NIL, they can't play. Well, you can't deny. You know, kids' education or be able to play sports at a public school. Right. It's because they're not intertwined. Now they're not supposed to be. But like, then you go to A and M and watch their videos, and you got a uh, assistant coach out there saying, "Well, if you come to A and M, we'll drop a you know twenty grand in each of his account." That's not how this is supposed to work. You're not supposed to be dropping money for kids to come to a school. What truth is that he's telling the truth though? That guy is. That's why it's becoming the college level. Yes. And I'm not going to say any names. But I know for a fact, I know for a fact it's going on. There's been communications with uh, schools out of Georgia wanting uh, Alabama kids to come over now. I know that for a fact. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been going on. This is not like a revolutionary thing. People like us that's followed this and and just love football in general. uh, College has been has been playing players. They do it through jobs. You know, uh, when Coach Dye worked at Alabama, they had a furniture store down there in town, and they moved money through him, through the school, to make sure those kids that worked at the furniture store at Alabama got a, you know, probably wasn't $100 back then. Help them buy some groceries. I don't know, you know, for whatever reason. But now in high school, and here's another thing, too, with this high school, which college does, too, Bo, they got to pay taxes on that. Yep. That's something nobody wants to talk about. And And they can get upside down with it. Yes, and who has controlling factor of the money? If you're a that's minor, right. you can't. The minor See, cannot have controlling factor of the money. That's right. So, what which means it know? would be a. Uh, I'm trying to use a politically correct term here. Uh, I'm trying to, trying to let me say a politically 
they're you that you could have parents use kids. No, yeah, I'm that's about to, as politically I, correct as I can say that. Well, I'll just say it. Uh, what if uh, Michael Smith lives with his drunk uncle? That's why yeah. uncle's yeah. getting the money and he's that's just drinking up yep. at the liquor store. Well, what happens to Michael Smith? That's not right. Poor Michael. And he's right he's one hundred percent using him. That's my point. I, I was trying to be politically correct, but I, I didn't. Okay, man. This, this show right here says it's got our name on it. You can say what you want to. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, uh, but, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Well, I mean, when Alvin told me that, it's kind of like it's here in a sense. Yeah, I sure it is. Already. Uh, because what he said made sense, though, because you you can't, you can't go to Toyota and tell them. If you're the SHA, you can't go to Toyota and say, hey, you can't have Jacob Cornejo sell cars for you. No, it's none of their business. It has nothing to do with them. That's, that's what Alvin was saying. And right, when he said that, right. I said, well, now that's a form because they're using Jacob Cornejo's name, image, and likeness and marketability to sell cars. But that's the thing where AHSA, that's why it's none of their business to get involved with it. That's why it says in those little fine clause, no school apparel, logos, Tax buttons, badges of no kind. Jacob couldn't go up there at a car lot at Mercedes and sell a car with his jersey or Cherokee County Letterman jacket. He just has to have on plain polo T-shirt and a pair of jeans. You see what I'm saying? That's Jacob may be on his way up there Monday then. He, <laughs> he's selling his name and his image and his likeness, and which is all – this is hey. Supreme Court. Did, they went through this with Alabama. Saban went up there to that Supreme yes. Court meeting with Tommy Tuberville like four or five years ago. The kids' name, uh, EA Sports and the football games, their name, their image, their likeness is all theirs. And if you're going to use it to stimulate money for the college, then it's only fair that they can ask for some of that back. And in their argument, they're seeing Tim Tebow is the number one issue. You're a Florida guy. Florida made multi, multi millions of dollars off Tim Tebow jerseys. And Tim didn't get nothing from it except his education, the Heisman Trophy, and his name being known household wide everywhere. I see it as you're getting education and you're getting to play the game that you love. And when we start playing kids, paying them before they play, you're, then you're pay, you're not paying them. You're not rewarding them for something that they're going to do. You're paying them for something that you think that they might do. Yeah. Well, I, and you, can't, you can't do that. It's a double-edged sword and it's going to create, why, why would, let, let's take Cornejo. That. Let's say Cornejo's a junior. Why would Cornejo listen to Kelly if he signs a hundred fifty thousand dollar, two hundred thousand dollar Mercedes deal, and he's going to listen to Coach Kelly? Is he going? Is he going to say I make more money than I don't know what Coach Kelly makes, but I mean he may make over two hundred thousand. I don't know, but I'm no, just saying. Man, this, is, this is Cherokee County, Bo. No, okay. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, I don't know what he makes, <laughs> and I'm not. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just. I'm just trying to make a point. Is like, just, yeah. Right. I'm like, is he going to say, hey, bro, I'll make more money than Coach Kelly? Why I got to listen to him? You know what and I mean? House bringing and, and how the kids are raised and yeah. their financial situation. And I understand it, man. I did some student teaching that down right down there at Leesfield, man. I worked at that school. I loved it there. I wished I could finish my degree and go back there. And I loved it at Leesfield. Leesfield? I liked the kids. I loved the principal there. Oh, the yeah. teachers were nice. I can identify with those kids because I grew up a lot like you did over there in some apartments. And I just had it was, you know, and I understand yeah. where they're coming from. Sure not. And that's what I'm saying. So just take Cadillac. And oh, how you grew up over there, his brother, what if there would have been NILs when Cadillac was playing? Do you don't think Cadillac would have loved to get out of the apartments and maybe just have his mom and whatever he'd have, to have a Cadillac? At least would have been, a, he'd have been a, a millionaire. What if 
they could have moved over there like where y'all live now, just somewhere in that area, have a decent house. That would have been amazing. He would have been a millionaire. But yeah, he was pretty popular. But here's the question. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the here's the big diamond question. How much of that grit and that teeth growing that you know that's what drives you is to try to make it out? Do you lose because then you have the money before you've ever done anything? And that's yeah. where I have a problem. Do that's you pump the brakes because you've already arrived? That's the thing. It's discipline, man. And I don't yep. know if there's a lot of kids or parents that are ready. And we're not, and this is not going to affect – I don't think it's going to affect nobody really around here. Maybe some no. bigger schools it, it may, but uh, – I think it Cedar, will. Cedar Bluff, Galesville, our smaller schools, I don't think it's going to affect no uh, – it's going to affect these bigger schools like from Ramsey's and Sarah Lands and Gulf Shores. I think it'll sway kids to go – like if you're, if you're at a Parker and you're a super stud athlete and Mountain Brook dad owns a business in Mountain Brook, he says, hey – Here's your hundred thousand to come play for Mountain Brook. Yes, you're gonna get a house and you're gonna live in Mountain Brook. Yes. You know, that's where I think it affects. But think. the reason I think it's gonna affect around here too is because well, we lose players. I agree that's that. exactly right. That's yeah, I exactly agree to right. that. Uh, as a kid, like uh, we'll say Mosley, he's gonna be an up and coming uh, receiver over here at Cherokee County. You know, somebody wants to come by and sweep him up at, uh, you know, a bigger school. Like we'll just say Fort Payne, they're two classes bigger. Hey, if you come over here and play, you know, we could get a car deal at one of these big car lots down yep. here and you could make, and I don't think no kid's going to get a 150,000, I'm probably thinking around twenties or, or, you know, $25,000. I'm just, okay, $20,000 would have been earth changing to me when I was growing up. I mean, oh it would have been, God. It's still, I mean, that's the. the I was eating ramen noodles and mayonnaise sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Todd, Todd's got so much money. If he dropped twenty thousand, he'd lose money stopping to pick it up. That's how much his time's worth. <laughs> then over all yeah. the gold coins yeah. ball out. Right. Yeah. He just keep but, on yeah. walking. But would you lose a kid like you know like I'm just using Mosley because he's younger and I think he's yeah, gonna you be up and. I, I think absolutely you would. I mean. I'm not saying him in particular, but no, no, we'll just make you'd, it you'd lose up and coming kids left and right. Mm. I think so. It's something to think about. And guys, we're just breaking. This is not breaking news at all, but it is. Some people maybe didn't know that they are. It's on the board and it's going to be voted on. It's going to be talked about by the end of the month. They're going to be voting on this soon. So if you have kids that are, if you have kids that are freshmen or sophomores, be prepared. Um, you know, especially at big schools, but here's the thing, and we'll move on from it because I could talk about this. It kind of bothers me because it it hurts me to know that. Here's the thing: I'm a small one A school guy, Bo. Me and Todd played one A rinky dink over here up in northeast Alabama, Cedar Bluff. What does it do to to Coach Crane? How does this going to affect Coach Ragsdale, Coach Knapp to know that? If a kid thinks that they're good enough to go off to another school and get a deal somewhere and, and another school does swap them up, then what happens to my little 1A football teams? What happens to Sweetwater? What happens to Leroy? What happens to these teams that wind up losing these players and it's just we're going to lose 1A football? Yeah, just let's say let's say Coach Crane has a four-star guy come through there, kind of like the Elba kid or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Every – single big school within 150 miles that has money will come get that kid. They may knock him. Hey. 100% of the time. Yeah, hey, we got 50 grand. You come over here, we'll put you up in the house. and 100% of the time. So then what's Coach, how does Coach Crane 
counter that. Hey, we're going to do things the right way. We're going to make you work. You're still part of this team. And the dudes will be like, yeah. Ethics. Yeah. Are, are you a good ethical person? How are you being raised at home? What's your That's background? Right. You got backbone or are you just I mean, looking to get a check to get your – but here's the thing, and I'm because I lean toward this side and you can too, Bo. Man, there's some kids got some bad situations out there. And they're living yeah. in terrible situations yeah. with four brothers in a trailer. Trent Richardson's story, he had a pet mouse in a trailer because he had rats in his trailer. Trent Richardson, now he's a multimillionaire now. But man, he's got, there's some kids that that could use this money, but who's to say it's going to be used right? There's so many ands, ours, or, you know, what in ifs a perfect, are. In a perfect world, the school, some business owner at the school they're at would pay them and they'd stay there. But anyhow, this thing was going to work. You know it and I know it. No. Well, it's going to be somebody come in swoop them off their feet. But like I said, let's, let's say you get a four-star at Cedar Bluff. He said, how's Crane going to counter that? Oh. I mean, you can't say you can eat at Tony's for free for a year. <laughs> you know, that's a yeah. – that's a. I mean, that's yeah, what, that's you, what you had to deal with. I know. What do you do? You can that's eat at Tony's for free. For a year. You can have pizza and wings every day after practice. But he's just going to yeah. step right across the line. He's going to go 20 minutes up the road up to y'all's place, up to Tuga. Yeah. And he can make, get a but deal with I somebody. think the thing you got to hope is that there's not a big wig willing to do that, which – Oh, no, you know there's not. You know, you know it's going to happen. It is. I just worry about it interfering with our smaller school. I don't think – I'm worried that, that well, I, like you said, it, it's not going to affect us really here. I don't think a big time, but I'm afraid, well, over time, as it eats away and eats away, I'm afraid it's going to affect. And there's like kids like my son, just a, a great, good, average football player. If he had to move to play at a 5A school or if we had to move him to Georgia to play at Rock Mart, he ain't getting to play. No. Bo, no. that's not right. And I no, love, and I'm not knocking Marcus, but no, no he's not I, playing at Rock Mart. No, Rock Mart is, is – and I like seeing kids play football that would not get to play somewhere else because there's a lot of things in life that football teaches kids. And I'm afraid that's what I'm really afraid of. If you just want to boil it all down and pour it in a cup, I'm afraid that kids are not going to get young boys how to be good men and to be tough and be know how to get punched in the gut, how to get back up and how to fight through for a kid that gets to play at Galesville that'll never get to play it at some big school. There's important things learned in the game of football, and I'm afraid we're going to lose it at some small schools, and yeah. that's what bothers me. I yeah, agree. somebody asked me one time if I'd have started at center, and I'm like, what's that matter? <laughs> <laughs> well, I started over there. You ain't no worth of crap. I, I mean, well, we don't know. It's different time periods. But I have no idea. I didn't play there. No. I, I worry about that stuff, and I, I don't need me to worry about what it. What you're worried about is there being no 1A. And the smallest schools in the state being a. Hey, look, I'm, I, I've never met Alvin Henderson. I've never met him, never laid eyes on him. I've seen his highlights. But you want to tell me there wouldn't be 50 schools coming and offering him money right now? Oh, gosh, yeah. Big old boy, man. It's going to ruin high school sports, says Gary. Now, that's. Uh, I agree. It that, could. Make him sit out a year. His, his son, uh, Coach Rice, which we love, Barry, he's a. Huge part of Cedar Bluff and, and Marcus loved playing for him in junior high. Just loved it. Uh, and those kind of coaches, too. Uh, I've used Barry. Those kind of guys don't – Barry Rice gets to use some of his things that he enjoys and gets to coach in a small school like Cedar Bluff to have an effect, a positive effect on a kid's life like my son and many others. 
Barry was a great coach. Mm-hmm. The kids love him. Johnny, Amy, Coach Jamison, coach with JB football. If it's just some big, huge school, what if they didn't get an opportunity to coach? Then those things that God give them, those things that they can use to pass down to young men, they never get to happen because we're just worried about who's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I'm worried about the integrity of young men and how some young men will not get to play because it could go away because these guys are going to get picked up by big schools. Is that going to happen next year? No. 24, 25, 26, no. But in years' time, that's what's going to happen. And the game we know and love and the one we're yakking about right now is it's going to be way different. What I'm And the example I'm going to use, and I'll shut up about it, but I can say it on here because I don't think nobody from over there is watching it. Rockmart may win the state championship, yeah, but their best player went to a bigger school. And the talk was that they straight up paid him. Just straight up paid him. They may win it anyway. Even if he wouldn't have been there. And he's not even going to be there. But they 100% probably would have won it (laughs) with him. Yeah. And the school he went to is not as good as Rockmart. So something had to go down. It just, I don't know. We're afraid this, what's going to happen is. And create a lot of problems. Hey, do y'all want to hit these uh, re- uh numbers yes, real quick? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, right. guys. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hit the thumbs up and find Bo on Average Joe's. Just type it in on Google. He's everywhere. He's a he's a self made man. You can find him everywhere. Instagram, the Twitters, the YouTube's, the Facebooks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and and next Sunday we'll be back for a big bowl bowl blowout show. We're going to do all bowl games uh, next Sunday before we take a few Sundays off during Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So we're going to about some realignment. And these are schools that's going to be moving up kind of a guess. Now, we're not saying, hey, Starkey said on the Matt show, uh, Todd and them, uh, there's just so-and-so's moving up. So don't write home to this. This is just assumptions and good guesses. All right. So in 7-8, the last, the last three in and the last three out. Last three ends, Austin, Florence, and Spain Park. And the last three in, uh, out, which would be the top six A teams, uh-huh. is Hazel Green, Clay Chalkville, and Helena. So that's the seven A, seven A, six A. Right. Yeah. All right. So those are the ones that are right on the border. Okay. Here's where it gets interesting. Six A, Jasper. Southside Gadsden, Woodlawn, Jackson Owen, all going to be in six A according to these projections. Now these are guesses, people. Again, don't don't run there. Their guesses. The numbers are correct, but they they may move the red line a little bit. Yes. Uh, the biggest five A's at that point will be Bessemer City, Alberta, Briarwood, uh, and uh, Brewer. But, you know, A-Rounds right below them. But that would be – you're already seeing Southside and Gadsden moving up right there. Now, Gadsden right. City will stay 6A, right? Yeah, they're 6A, and they're not even – let's see how far down the list they are. One, so they're not moving up. No, they're six, the biggest 6A. So Southside and Gadsden City could wind up playing in a – In the same region. Third, no, they the could be in the, they'll probably be in the same region. Oh, God. Oh, so it's going to be like – Cedar Bluff and Gales, well, you're going to make a road trip two minutes up the road. Wow, yeah. okay. All right. Here's why I say that. That 1A region has got, and you guys, County, 
Gelsville Spring Garden, uh, you know, always in the same. They don't like splitting up same county schools and putting them in different regions. You know what I mean? No, they do. They put spring. They keep putting Spring Garden that region with Talladega County down there, and that, it kills Gate. Coach Howard and I gripe about it. Yeah, there ain't nobody from Talladega County, bless their heart, going. It's a long drive to ride up here and play Spring Garden. We need them to be in our region because you can make money on a. T- it's trying to make some money at, at Gates. And bless their heart, they can't do nothing about it. I mean, this it's geographically why why they're doing it. But you got two that's so close here. I mean, surely they'll probably be in the same region up here in Gadsden. So, so who's some five A teams that we'll that we'll know of around here that's going to oh. be any different? Uh, right there is a six. Let's see, five. Let me go down. Um, let's see, Montevallo will be five. Charles Henderson will stay five. Gunnersville will stay five, but they're on the low end. Looking mm-hmm. like Jacksonville High School will go up to five. Oh, man. Okay. They're like, so that's, that's, they're, look, check this out. They're one, two, three, <laughs> seven. They're eight. They're the eighth smallest 5A. Oh, man. Mm. See, that hurts when you're. Uh, They've like, done pretty well the last few years, like too. Cedar Bluff, we had to move 2A. We were a tiny 2A. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, two years. Here's one for you. The biggest foray is Andalusia, which means there's a possibility they could go five. That that would be – they were the year when – last year. I mean, I remember them talking about how close they was last year because they've Elmore been playing County, five. Elmore County, Corner, and Lanier uh, is uh, going to be the next four in that group, which Lanier's, you know – Combining schools with Carver Montgomery. Mm. So Aniston's way down the list. They're probably like 10th or 12th biggest. So they're going to stay in 4A. Yeah, they're going to stay four. Uh, Let's get down here to the three movement. All right, let's see. The biggest, ooh, this is strange right here. The two biggest three A's is going to be WS Neal and Plainview. Oh boy! Then Danville, then Hoax Bluff. So, out of those, that could be some movements and people that we definitely cover. Yeah, so and Plain then, View's got a good shot at moving the four, huh? Yeah, they got a decent shot at it. WS Neal, we knew Brandon used to coach there. Uh, Danville, I did a coaching show with him last year. Then Hoax Bluff, uh, and then on the other side of it, American Christian, which is ACA, they're four. Pike County. Uh, Curry, Fayette County, Del Delville is all. Delville's the smallest four there is. So uh, they can move three. They right? can move, yeah. All right, so here we go. Listen to this: three eight, Westbrook, Glencoe, BB Comer, and just above the red line, according to this, is five. Hmm. So Westbrook. they're saying that B- five BB Comer, Glencoe, and Westbrook, which is all teams we cover heavy, is all, all saying three or could be going three. Now Glencoe is three, right? Glencoe is three, but they're small three. And Westbrook's three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're small three. Right. Yep. They could go back down. They could stay two. Right. All right. I mean, they could go back down to two. Now, on the other side of that, the biggest two is Phil Campbell, Locust Sport, Holly Pond. Well, you know, so those, 
Love the Fort was Flore 10 years ago. Yeah, that's correct. Let's get down here to the one crossover. So hang on a second. Hang on. Let me make sure I get my beans. So for three, Plainview could Plainview is probably going to stay three. Yes. No. No, they're they're probably they're just they're below the red line, so they possibly could go four. Oh me. Now, how does that affect basketball too up there for them? Yeah, they'd go basketball too. Yeah, how will that how will that pair out? They can hold their own. I know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, they can with anybody. So five could could work back into three A again just because their numbers are so close. According to the red line projection, they're the first team in three A. Wow. And that'll put Sylvania and Fife and Geraldine as raging games. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Man, won't that be some wild mountain fire? <laughs> about fire on the mountain. Eesh. Yeah. Scott Wright book part two. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. Now, two A teams like uh, Cusa, which they're going to automatic because of the points that they've gathered, they'll they'll move to uh, to two A. Hey, listen to this about Cusa. Cusa is the sixth smallest school in the state. Uh -huh. Six smallest school of students in the state is Cusa. But because of points gathered through the playoff to the state championship game. Competitive balance. So they're gone. They're 2A, right? Yeah. yeah. But we're just wondering, okay. if, well, if Locust Fort and all them start moving around, you know, they may want them in that regional West End and Cleveland and them, mm -hmm. which would be a pair to play five, uh, second or third round. That's where they well, would be. Well, no, five will be 3A. And Coswell. Nope. What about Coach uh, Willingham now? Well, we've heard they're He's going, going up. Through. Okay. He's going up. <laughs> Collinsville. He's got a good group. Though. He does have a good group. Yeah, Collinsville is – I think they're going their way up somewhere. Yeah. Uh, listen to San, this. What about Sandrock for 2A? Well, I got a, I got one for you right here in just a second for 2A. Right. Sandrock, middle of the pack, 2A. So they're going to stay. Yeah, he needs to stay. Last five in 2A. Lochapoca. Cedar oh, Bluff. What? Bell Green, Sansom, Donahoe. Donahoe. So they're they could they're that close to going to. Well, let's put it to you this way. There's three teams below Cedar Bluff, numbers wise, mm -hmm. that they would have to go under them for them to even come back to one. Mm -hmm. That being Donahoe, Sansom, and Bell Green. That's what not what you want to hear when you first year head coach and trying to build a team, is it? No. <laughs> oh, oh me. Well. <sighs> okay. All right. The last the last one, two, three, four, five in Addison, Appalachian, Skyline, and Woodland. Now, this is for two A still, right? This one A. That's the last four in on 1A. So, okay. Appalachian and Woodville and who else? Addison, Appalachian, Skyline, Woodville. Skyline, okay. All 
Now these are <clears throat> these are good assumptions from uh, information that we have here, but still don't don't call you don't text your coach right now, guys or two A parents watching. Don't say it. You know I see it. We're moving up. There's no way we're winning crap. We're not getting crap. I'm not even playing football anymore. So just you'll have to wait till what the 18th. That's when it'll be not December 18th. Yeah, none of this is official, but I think the numbers are official. But those lines don't mean anything after right now because they're going to look at some areas and see, okay, how does these areas match up? You know, and competitive balance. Yeah, does, let's look at Cedar Bluff for example. Well, you, that's our school. We'll use them as an example. Let's say you know. Uh, to see where how, where do they finish? Okay, how do they get in the playoffs? Okay, how do they do in the playoffs? Okay, how were some of their games this year? Okay, who's in their area? Got a first year coach versus you know whatever. So, but when you got numbers now, you just do. Yeah, you know yeah. now like when Sam Samuel Nim was there when we played two A, we just had big classes. You know, graduated seventy kids, biggest yeah. class in Cedar Bluff history. Most people graduate. 35, and I don't know what went on in 2001. Somebody had a lot of kids. That's that was a, right after. Well, no, it was before 9-11. But uh, something happened. We 70 a, kids graduated. We had a snowstorm somewhere in the south. A lot of people made babies in 2001. <laughs> I mean, there's no – I mean, you got classes of 30 every year, Bo, and every year since. And but I believe year. it was – what year was it? 19, 2019 or 20? Yeah, class of 20. Yeah, COVID year. That's yeah, but what happened in 2002? Well, see, Marcus was born in 03. It was right after 9-11. So. He was born in July 03. Maybe people more like, <clears throat> you know, let's get back more to having more kids and have <laughs> a bigger family. I don't know. So, uh, so we'll run back through this, guys. And these are just kind of roundabout guessing this is some scribble notes here 6a south side guessing city they may be battling up in the same region uh jacksonville golden eagles may be a 5a team aniston looks like they'll probably stay around to play 4a and uh plainview hoax bluff these may be 4a teams uh, but westbrook and calmer and five five collins will more than likely are going to be uh 3a which westbrook will be staying in collinsville and five <clears throat> to move up 2A could see Coos Christians in for sure. You may see Cedar Bluff and Donahoe. But for 1A, you're going to see teams like Appalachian, Woodville, Addison, Galesville, mm-hmm. Skyline. They're still going to what about stay Spring 1A. Garden? Was they on the 2A line? Let me see. I know at one time they were. Yeah, now, some, some teams are left off this thing, too. Let's see. It seems like I remember talking to somebody about that, and I don't I don't think they were. They said they they will be, and the next time this happens, that it's going to happen because they got some big classes coming. Mm-hmm. And sometime in the future, though, we're just going to completely one A is nearly going to just go away because, like I've said, bluff, but it's two after some time. One A schools like Gilsel. Yeah, I mean Gilsel's got. I want to say seventy-seven students, ten through twelve. Yeah, at some point somebody's that's twenty. Gonna... That's twenty six a grade. Yeah, there's like twenty eight. My I don't think they got. Uh, you don't think they got. Oh. At some but point, yeah, they are. Gonna... Yeah, no, they look like they're fine. They'll be in the middle. Yeah, they got thirty nine, forty, and thirty nine in their classes, so they're fine. Yeah. So at some point, somebody's gonna come along and say, "Ah, you know what? 
you know, we need to make this model. If we want to be more competitive in sports, we need to do Georgia. So Galesville, Cedar Bluff, you know, we're going to start busting these kids in. And we'll use these schools as an elementary and other school be a middle school. And uh, we're going to buy the college over here at Gadsden State. And we're going to build another building up back. And we're just going to have – it's the school's just going to be called, I don't know, uh, Westside. West Lake. It'll be Westside High School. West Lake High School. Because everybody will be on the west side of the county. So it'll just be Westside High School. Or, yeah. Everybody. Or West Cherokee County. Spring Garden. Uh, they can realign the area and put Spring Garden in with Piedmont. That'll bump them to 4A. Mm. So well, a saying? different county. Yes. They, I mean, they'll, they'll re ge geographically relocate the line. Oh, I got you. And make it where Spring Garden will be a part of that county. Oh, yeah. That's Calhoun County now. Yes. Hey, so, guys, I'm uh, about to have to run. Is that yeah, cool? Yeah, yes. Yeah, we've been on here long enough. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys. I'm going to run. Thank you guys for all you do. See you, Bo. No, we appreciate you, man. And uh, all right, man, Mark. I will, buddy. See you. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, that's a lot of high school stuff. <laughs> uh, wow, that's a lot to process. I need to think about this for a while. Um, Let's take a quick minute break. Yeah, I'm gonna go part my hair down the middle, and we'll come right back, and we'll do some. Uh, we'll do some college. We're just gonna talk about. Uh, Sorry. Florida State's moving to the Big Ten, probably. Uh, maybe the transfer. Transfer portal. We'll have some 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 names for the transfer portal. We'll yak about Jaden Daniels for just a minute. Yeah. So y'all hang around.
All right, here we are back. Music is killed, and we're going to talk about some college here. Let me put these up here now. Okay. So as you can read on your screen, all this jib-jab and all this riff-raff talking about Florida State. Florida State is so concerned about their conference title, it's so important to them that they should get into the playoffs and their conference is just the best. And we've got like people breaking out in fights because of this. It's just, it's really just silly. Number one, they, I'm not even going to get into it. It just don't matter. It is what it is. And they, they can't help who they had to play and their schedule just wasn't that strong and, it, and their quarterback got hurt. And that's just it. So with all that being said, $40 million commitment to Florida State to leave the ACC for the Big Ten as a university reaches after uh, CFB snub reports. So so they're just going to leave the conference. Yeah. So all that that was really important, you know, about making a big spiel about how important it is to the conference and whatever. And, uh, you know, they were ready to go last year. Yeah. They were ready to go. Yeah, they looked for a big angel donor account to try to, to, try to get out of the – ACC. And guess what? Just like Bobby Bowden said, I shared a video. He said it 20 years ago. They don't want to play in the ACC. It's too hard. That's what Coach Bowden said. God rest his soul. He's a great man. Go find it on the page. I shared it. He said he did not want to play in the ACC. Why would I? Mm-hmm. I can play right here and win. Right. I don't want to go there and play a tougher road. I can walk this one. Mm-hmm. So it makes no sense to me when they're going to jump the entire conference to go above because they feel like the Big Ten is easier. Why would you want to go play Michigan and Ohio State when you could play Alabama and Georgia? Mm-hmm. Why? You share recruits. Mm-hmm. It would be geographically make much more sense. But Florida yeah, State yeah, Seminoles has been in the news as a team because of the only program to have an undefeated season, blah, blah, blah. blah. And there was a report floating around that Seminoles are looking to leave the conference to head to the Big Ten as soon as the beginning of this year. Now we're talking about this is going to happen. We're talking about this is going to happen. It may happen tomorrow. I'm serious. We're talking about news is going to happen quick. Well, you know, it's not the conference's fault. I know what you're saying, though. They won't play tougher opponents. And they would have been in had uh, the quarterback didn't get Travis hurt. hadn't got hurt. They don't think that there'll be a good matchup without Jordan Travis Mm-mm. is why they didn't get in. Yeah. And we'd be having this argument about Alabama and Texas. Was Al- who should get in, Alabama or Texas? Yeah. So that's some of the news on Florida State, and if uh, you know, it is what it is. So uh-huh. if if being part of your part of your whatever is, I don't seem like it's that important anymore, right? Because you're ready to leave the conference. So transfer portal stuff, we'll hit on that for wow. a lick. Uh, Let me look at some of this. I'll tell you just right off the top of my head, um, about every quarterback in the nation has moved. DJ Uyagadudu is leaving. They're thinking he. I can't believe he left. They're thinking he may come back out this way. Uh, Gabriel is going to Oregon. He's going to take over for Bo Nix. Dante Moore is looking to get back out this way, and it's assumed that he may be getting looks at Ohio State. So the guy that come from – he's born around Detroit is going to come back home and could wind up at Ohio State anyway. Uh, let's see here. Vandergriff at Georgia. He's going to be going to play Kentucky. He's going to Kentucky for sure. I'm excited about that. Uh, who was the other guy? The guy going to. What about Kyle McCord? 
That's a shocker to me. Well, all of them starters. I mean, you're all starting yeah. quarterbacks. Who's the guy that's going to Notre Dame? And, well, I know Riley Leonard from Duke's transferring. Yes. Is he going to Notre Dame? I think it was him. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I guess, mate, two academic schools swapping out, you know. So only ones that chose. Okay. McCord has not <clears throat> chosen anywhere yet, right? I hadn't heard nothing. Gabriel has. <clears throat> Dante Moore has not. Will Howard leaving Kansas State. He's a good yeah. quarterback. Leonard, is Uwe Angale, has he said where he's going? Um, I've heard back out this way. He's. I would assume he's probably looking for something that probably because the Pac-12 is done, so he's probably wanting to get in the the Big Twelve. Okay. I think he's going to come back around here. He may wind up over here, like a. So you actually agree with his transfer, Texas Tech, or well, yeah. The, the I know Pac- you're not a huge no, not really. DJ fan, but you agree with this move. For well, him. if any Pac-12 guy wants to leave, I'm open door because there's no conference anymore. Right, they're, they're fixing to have to start going playing. Ohio State and Illinois and Syracuse or whatever and, and mm-hmm. uh you know Rutgers and <clears throat> or you know Maryland and look at this Trevor ATN leaving Florida right yeah, back. read that today most of them though are like you said Cam Moore leaving Washington State a lot of them are quarterbacks most of them are quarterbacks yeah and I'm sure there'll be more this is the most notable so far and uh Carson Beck and Milrow were trading no I'm kidding yeah uh I don't think that's going to happen. No. Georgia and Alabama may be some of the only guys. Uh, you know, and let's be honest, too. Um, Ole Miss, they're going to have some spot. Auburn terribly needs somebody to come out here and play football. Auburn needs a quarterback bad. Uh, if They need to get an established quarterback that's probably played a year of football. Like, I, Ward would maybe fit at Auburn. I don't know. Let's see. Let me look at this right quick. Would he? Let's see who would be. Would really Ward, help Auburn. Would Ward fit there? Yes, I think Cam Ward, uh, McCord, which I don't think he's going there. Uyungale, I think, would help them. I also remember this. Will Howard would definitely help him. Kansas State's QB? No, he won't fit Auburn. You don't he, think he's so? He's not an RPO guy at all. But, he I mean, got, you think they could just go back to just no, drop back? No, he Freeze is not going to just change his style of football. Okay. No, well, he, he, he might fit at Alabama. Well, then it would have to be Ward or Moore. Yes. Yep. I think I heard Riley Moore, Leonard. I think I heard Moore's going to Ohio State. There's okay. just rumors because he's from Michigan area. And what does this Grayson McCall, this quarterback for Coastal Carolina, is he a drop back or is he an R putt? I, I say I don't know a lot about Coastal. I don't know. I ain't seen playing enough. Auburn needs to get one of them guys. Auburn may get Will. Uh, what's his name from Mississippi State? But he's not a RPO guy either. But Max Johnson is. Auburn really need get Jefferson is Auburn needs to pull one of these guys. I got a feeling KJ Jefferson's going to Auburn. He would he would he would fit that style that that Coach Freeze likes to play. Yes, he, I, I don't know why, and don't ask me. No, I've not heard anything. Yeah, just, I could see it. One would, of these quarterbacks is going to Auburn. They better get somebody. Uh, they're not going. They're going to be lucky to win seven. If they don't, if they don't get no quarterback, it'll be they're yeah. going to have about the same schedule. And I think one year. of them may end up going to Florida too. But now Florida State, I mean, do they need a guy too? I mean, there's well, I don't know how good is their backup. I, mean, I know he sprained his ankle. He's ankle. Gonna, he's gonna be back in. He's gonna play a bowl game against Georgia. So yeah. uh, we're gonna get into all the bowl games and stuff. That'll be interesting. Next week, we'll just do bowl games and we'll talk like where our first show was. We'll just lay it out there and we'll go through them and pick them and and y'all tell us who y'all who y'all like. Uh 
<clears throat> so that's kind of transfer stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on. Go over on Twitter and find me. You can see the call sign up there at it's capital B, whatever. <clears throat> Big Matt, 1977. I share a lot of that stuff because that's where the players are. Yeah. That's where they, mm-hmm. they're not on Facebook. Sorry, older people. Facebook is for us, older people, and kind of chat with some of our, you know, the other people are a little younger than us. So uh, Twitter's where the college football players are. So if you want to know more about that, you need to get over there and get you an account on X. No, it's not crazy Satan worshiping Elon Musk. I just follow others' politics and nudie movies. Yes, I've heard about that. I don't follow none of that, so I don't know. I don't follow any news stuff, right? It's just nudie movies on Twitter. I mean, oh, yeah. on X. Yeah, just so. Just follow who you want to follow. Follow me on there and all the people I follow. Right, That'll lead right. you down the road of college and high school football. You Hell, don't have to powerhouse yeah. sports. I talked to a guy one time said I don't watch TV. There's a bunch of filth on there. I'm like, you don't have to watch the filth. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You I watch don't. ID channel. There's no language. There's no cussing. Uh, there's no filth. You can watch uh, Andy Griffith comes on 64 times a day. Seinfeld. You just watch it on YouTube. Jeopardy. You don't. Gummer Pile. Gun yeah. smoke. I just watch that on gun YouTube. Gun smoke. I mean, there is a lot of drinking goes on on gun smoke. Uh, <clears throat> sometimes. <laughs> and shooting. And then the, the portal is open till January 2nd. Oh, my gosh. That'll be such a disaster. Tuesday. So keep your eyes open. Um, next week, we'll be on 17th. We'll do our big bowl game pick, and we'll talk about all that kind of stuff. And um, now, JSU, they have – so there are some games this week. Yes, actually, Jacksonville. Saturday. Yeah, Jacksonville plays. I was going uh, we'll bring. we can bring that up. There's not a ton of them, but no. there's – Jacksonville State will play Louisville. Louisville. Louisiana, <laughs> uh, the 16th at 1, 1 o'clock on ESPN. Jacksonville's favored by three. Georgia Southern plays Ohio nine and three Ohio. They play in the uh, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, beautiful place mm. up there. Not well, this time of year. over there. But the game's at ten a.m. It's on ESPN. That's the sixteenth. So you get Georgia Southern, uh, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, and then at on then the Jacksonville Louisiana game will be on, and then at two thirty, Dean on ABC, you can see Miami of Ohio play Appalachian State. I'm in Ohio's 11 too. That'll be a good game. But App State's favored by five and a half. What, what day is that? 16th, Saturday. That's a good game. 2.30 this Saturday. I think that'll be the game of the day. Uh, App State. Yeah, yeah, I like that. The Jacksonville State, the JSU-Louisiana game is the closest point spread-wise game. They're Jacksonville's favored by three. So if you're looking for maybe a close game, that'd be a game to tune into. App State with the worst records favored. I don't know. I guess Miami, Ohio. I think a lot of those games they lost, they barely lost. Yeah. It's what I'm figuring on App State. Like North Carolina barely beat them. Coastal barely beat them. It's just been a whirlwind year for them as far as close games. Um. Yep, whatever that. The New Mexico Bowl, New Mexico State and Fresno State play that day, that evening, 445 ESPN. And New Mexico State is favored by three and a half. The closest game of the weekend there will be at 630 on ABC. UCLA plays Boise State. Two-point favor UCLA Bruins. Very good game. And also, Cal will play Texas Tech, both six and six. I think that'll be a great game. Texas Tech's favored by three. I'm on my, I'd say I'm Texas on Tech wins that. Cal, one of their better teams they've had in a while. I'm going to mark that game. That looks like interesting. What's the me. date on that? Oh, Saturday. Oh, that many? Already? <laughs> yep. yep. 
Wow. So got run on the bowl sheet. Yeah. UCLA, Boise State, New Mexico, Fresno, Miami, Ohio, Appalachian, Georgia, Southern Ohio, Cal, Texas Tech, JSU, and Louisiana will all play Saturday. So we got there's about four good games on there. So you have you have a good time to snuggle up there on the yeah, couch for a good yeah, Saturday day of football. That's good during the day games. Yeah. And um then Sunday will be on, and the day after the 18th there, Western Kentucky plays Old Dominion. Then Tuesday, UTSA plays Marshall. Thursday, South Florida and Syracuse. And Friday, Georgia Tech, UCF. The next Saturday, uh, we'll talk about it next week. Troy and Duke play. I'm trying to look some good ones. Be a good game. Uh, Coastal Carolina, San Jose State, both seven and five. Okay. Um, and then as we get into Christmas and stuff, you get to – The bigger – Kansas, UNLV, and then that Wednesday's um, North Carolina, West Virginia, A&M and Oklahoma State, USC and Louisville. Then that Thursday after Christmas, towards the end of the week, you start getting into Arizona, Oklahoma. Be a good game. Yes. Very NC, good. NC State and Kansas State. And, yes, these quarterbacks will play in these games. So just because they're in the portal don't mean they won't play in the game. But there's a possibility they may not. Mm-hmm. If there's a possibility now, just let me tell you that, they may not leave. Just because they're in the portal don't mean they're leaving. Right. They're, right. It's like go entering the draft. And if you don't like where you're getting drafted, you can come come back. I think a lot of these are just trying to make a jock for some money to see right, if right. somebody else wants them. Then they can go back to coach and say, see, 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 there's two or three teams that wanted me. You better give me 10 grand. Mm-hmm. I think me, I think that's what a lot of this is. Yeah. They're not going nowhere. Now, the Pac 12 guys. They're probably gone. They're probably leaving because the conference is done. And some of them want to trickle into the Big 12 to get into play with Colorado, Texas Tech, K-State, because mm-hmm. Texas, Oklahoma is leaving. Right. And right. we got a 12-team playoff coming. Um, now, how are they going to decide that top 12, BCS model? That would be the same thing. They're just be – They're going to pick them. Yep. Top 11 teams, first four get by, and then numbers um, – Five through eleven will be first round games matching number five with the first non power five conference one, which will be number twelve, 12. which will be uh, Tulane. Okay. Like which Tulane would, be would play Tulane. Ohio State's five? Yes. So Ohio State plays Tulane. Yes, they're five, I think. Or was and Florida State was five. Florida State's five. Yeah. So I think I but yes, that's right. So Tulane, your party and gift for wanting to be in this twelve team playoff and crying and whining about it, you get Florida State. Mm. That's what would have happened this year. Yeah. But the other eleven is <clears throat> power fives. But the other four, um, top four of course will have a bye okay. first week. And then um uh, then the second week, then you start getting the winners of the five through twelve right. matching up against one through four. <clears throat> There'll be some interesting games. Very, very, very. I'm worried a little bit, and we'll talk about it more next week, too. And as before, as football gets over and we get into some basketball after in the first of the year, college basketball, and um, you don't have to schedule good teams because it's just really not going to matter if you go 10-2. and two. Man, what, what's it matter? We're getting in the playoffs. Then we'll get our guys in. Then we'll win. Mm-hmm. I learned this from playing summer league called travel baseball. Mm-hmm. First year we went in, we'd go in. We're trying to win our first game. Hot dog, here we are. We're going to go over and win. Dakota and Ethan, Marcus and M, you know, Juju played with us a year. Tristan Whitefield played with us. <clears throat> now we won the first game. Like, man, we got a good team. Mm-hmm. Then we played next round. We got beat. I'm like, wait a minute. We just – let me look at this lineup. 
Wait a minute. Their outfielders are now all the – oh, I see what they're doing now. So the first few weeks in the first summer we played, I learned. Uh-huh. So the next summer I learned that first game is just for the slots you play, time. If uh-huh. you want to play at 11, 12, or 1. Uh-huh. That don't matter. So you can fluff the first game <clears throat> and get a later time so you can go have lunch and go cook out and come back, which we learned that for the next year. So it didn't matter if we won the lost first game. And my point is, why does Alabama need to? Why don't we need to schedule? Um, if what if Alabama wants to play USC game one? Like Alabama usually plays like an opening big game. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Why not even take a chance? Yeah, yeah. Of losing a game, and then we're we're got a loss. Let's just schedule be Michigan. Just schedule flu flu games and. Just go through there and win them. You're in the playoffs. Yeah. Nobody gets hurt. You can take your five stars out, and in the fourth quarter, they don't have to play. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that going to be better football? I don't know. I don't We're know. We're going to have to see how this – that may not work. That's interesting. Way. I mean, that's interesting. That's what theory. I would do. Yeah. I ain't. I mean, if you're, you just want to win, we want to win the championship. Now, you want to go in there I and – I think you can't lose no more than three in being this top 12. No, no. no you can no. probably lose three. Nine and three. Nine and three. You gotta go nine and three. Like 10, 11, 12. And some of these schedules are ridiculously tough. Now I saw Georgia's yesterday. Yes, now with this Georgia. Mm, we'll never hear Georgia didn't play nobody next year. No, they got te- Texas and Alabama oh, and Oklahoma. God. And their season. Clemson. And Clemson in the season. And Georgia Tech's coming up. I mean, they're on the rise. Clemson's Auburn. On the way Tennessee. <clears throat> so that's kind of college jib jab. Um NFL stuff. Uh, got, San Francisco won again. Yeah, I was want to see. Let me see some scores here. Yeah, look them up there for a second. We'll get off here. Patriots beat Steelers. Uh, Monday Night Football, ABC. The Packers are favored by a touchdown over the Giants, and the, the Titans are not favored because the Dolphins are, and they'll be playing on ESPN. They're favored by two touchdowns. The Dolphins are. NFL scores. Dallas and Philadelphia yes, are playing. They're playing tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna, I go, we got to go check that one out. They're, they just kicked off, so I'm going to check it out. Number one and two from your divisions, Dean. AFC leaders, number one and two, East, Miami and Buffalo. The North is Ravens and Browns. The South is Jacksonville and the Colts. KC and the Denver Broncos sum up the West. And the NFC, one and two is, believe it or not, Detroit, oh. Vikings two. This is the North. The East is uh, the Eagles and the uh, Cowboys, which are playing now. So this is for a big spot in the Seven East. Nothing Cowboys. This is a big spot for East game right here. And uh, the Falcons and Tampa Bay are the South, and the 49ers and the Rams are NFC West number ones and number twos. Uh, today, Bills beat the Chiefs by a field goal. Uh, Vikings beat the Raiders by three to nothing. Wow. What? Three to nothing. Are you sure? Yeah. What? 49ers beat the Seahawks 28-16. The Lions did lose today. The Jaguars lost today to the Browns 31-27. Uh, That's bad because, I mean, they're the Browns are two in that north. and the Yeah. Are, they're one in that south. Falcons got beat by the Buccaneers, <laughs> so now they're ahead of the Falcons in so their division. One and two swap. Yep. And uh, Ravens beat the Rams. Jets beat the Texans. I saw where Stroud went out. They beat him 30, 30 to 6. Zach Wilson played fantastic. He's a good ball player. And uh, that's pretty much it so far. Oh, it, Mitt Heisman. 
Congrats yeah, to Jaden yeah. Daniels. Yeah, it's not surprising. They got it right. Yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. Bo Nix had a fantastic year. Penix, what a football player he is, and he's going to make some money on the next level. But if you want the best player in college football, it was Jaden Daniels. 4,900 yards and 50 touchdowns. Yes, uh, yeah, a score bowl pick em contest. Yeah, I'd like to do something like that. We do it with basketball. I need to, I'd have to print it like tomorrow. I mean, I'd have to. I've well, you don't want you, you could do a certain amount. You wouldn't have to do every bowl game. I could do like you could start after Christmas. Yeah, like the those that weekend above. Yeah, I know that's how I'm just using this as an example. The bowl hard cash with the post. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, go now they do that. very few, but you win it, you win 500 bucks. And I know some other guys that do one and they do like everything after Christmas. Yeah, we have one. We do a winner gets five grand. We can do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, we'll get that out to you in 10 years. Uh, <laughs> Small payments, a dollar a week. Oh, and Milro got sixth. Yeah, he did. Cody Schrader got votes from Missouri. He's a great player. Yeah. Uh, Penix and, and uh, Harrison Jr., great football player. I look for Corum to have a good year in the summer, and I don't know what happened. They just they quit running him. and mm -hmm. He still got some votes. But, I don't uh, know what happened. He was a big pick for me. Him and McCarthy. He, he didn't make it. So the Alabama-Michigan game is going to have three people in the – I can't believe Quinn Ewers didn't get any votes. Yeah, he's just not that good. I don't think he's great. Nobody really had him on the radar, and he missed two or three weeks. Well, injured. he did miss some time. Yeah. He just ain't. Uh, he's not Jaden Daniels, our Penix, our Knicks. Right, right. I just thought he might have got a couple. And Caleb Williams did not get any. Mm, no, he's – they had a bad year. Yeah. And people that watch the football, that watch the games, can see USC didn't have a good year. You could say LSU – I would LSU would lock up and play some defense. They could beat. They would beat USC. Oh God, they could be great. Uh, but when you watch the games, and that's how Alabama got in the playoffs. That's how a lot of these. If you that shows that they're watching. Don't just go by look at the. Well, by God, they won all their games. They got the best uh, strength of record ranking. But let's go by strength of schedule. Mm -hmm. Let's see who they've played. Why many ranked teams is this particular team beat? And it's like, you know, 55th on the record. Right, okay. Right. Don't do strength of wins, not strength of record. Do do strength of schedule, not strength of record. Because strength of record just <clears throat> then you're just you're just looking at wins. Yeah. A kindergarten can go in a room and say, which one is more little, Sarah? Eleven or twelve? Twelve. Twelve gets in. Yeah. No, did you really watch the games? Yeah, yeah. So I Historical Rose Bowl game, big. Yeah, yeah, should be a good. Michigan's matchup. never really done nothing. They've never really won anything. They split in '97 only because Charles Woodson was one of the greatest football players to ever live. Mm -hmm. uh, with Nebraska, with was it Couch was the QB? Uh, nah, Tommy Frazier. Frazier, yes. Which no, was, no, Scott Frost. Yeah, Frost. Scott Frost. Which I don't know how, but anyway, I thought personally that. <clears throat> Well, they should have just played. They should have been doing that back then. It should have been a Nebraska-Michigan. Should have just let them play for it. Matchup. They were one and two going in. Yeah. Nebraska did beat uh, – they beat Tennessee. Yes. In that game. I would take uh, Michigan in that game. But it was back then, you know, you had to go to the Rose Bowl. I guess I'd take Michigan. I mean, Nebraska was – they couldn't – they weren't throwing the ball. Not on no, no, but they ran it. I mean, they... So, that's kind of – I would never – 
not the Osborne team. Osborne teams are kind of like Nick Saban's teams. You could never count them out. Gary said you got the cash. You could pay out five grand for a bowl win. We need help from everybody in the Cedar Bluff community. <laughs> everybody pitch in, oh, about $100. <laughs> pay the top three. All right, that's enough of this for tonight. We'll go up here and watch some. We'll go see the Eagles play a little bit. And uh, Aggles. I used to have a buddy that, that was funny. Aggles. Aggles. Y'all enjoy the rest of your week. And uh, thanks, Starkey and Average Joes. You know where to find them. Just hit Google. You can find them everywhere. High school football, Twitter, and yeah. <clears throat> YouTube, yeah. Facebook. They, on YouTube channels, they has, he does coaches' interviews and things like that. So plenty of pictures and stuff to find. You can find all their stuff on Facebook. Easy to find. Very easy. And you want to hang out with us next week and do some bowl game pick We're going to go through them all and talk about them. Probably be on for about an hour maybe. And that's uh, kind of where we started, Dean, four years ago. <clears throat> It was four years ago this week. Yep. Or three. No, 2019. Yes. 24 years. Wow. So we'll do it again this, yeah, this Christmas. Yeah, a month before. Two months before COVID. Yep. And then the COVID happened. Three months. But you know what? We went on all during COVID. We continued to talk about stuff. And I think it made our show better because it, it kept an audience because it showed that we could still do it even when there wasn't no sports. It's gotta, that's that's got to be worth something. I got a lot of faults and I've got a lot of weaknesses, but, uh, and I got a things, a lot of things where I'm not good, but talking sports ain't one of them. No, we did like, I swear, we did like one week, we did a top 20 running backs, mm-hmm. top 10 quarterbacks, top 10 point guards, top 10 centers, our, our favorite, and we get the audience involved and that's there. Yeah. I just didn't want to give up on the show. No. no. And we've come we're, too far. We know we're sports. And I think the maddest I've ever been at a, fan of us or a watcher was the guy that come on there and said, I would argue with y'all, but y'all don't know crap. Uh, I would have met him at the Piggly Wiggly. And I mean, don't tell me I don't know crap. No, I wouldn't meet him at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Tony's. No, I just. I did. I took it to, in stride, but I did not like that. Go back taking that. Uh, you can't worry about haters. Yeah. And the bigger we get, more people's going disagree because we've got a bigger audience now than we've ever had we're, and we're, we're not going to be right on everything we we've been over we've been over five thousand people mm-hmm. yeah, but we did do right on a lot of our team picks for the year yeah we didn't miss a lot of games on a lot of them except for missouri <laughs> what i picked in to go four and eight i didn't have my winning seven <laughs> four and eight and uh, again congratulations to all our teams around the area that made these playoffs and made runs and if it didn't end like you wanted it I'm sure that most of these teams will be back in there. And uh, it takes time, man. It just it, I know this is the era of instant gratification, man. You can't just go in there and go a year or two and just win it. You, it take, you have to build into this. Yeah. And uh, I think we've got a lot of good coaches around here in the area. Yeah, we do. I think they're all moving in the right direction. Congrats yeah. to Coach Ragsdale and Coach Crane. They're new coaches on the block, right? Right, right. And uh, basketball, you got Coach Trapp and Stays doing – Doing a new thing over there, yeah. basketball at San Rock. Uh, it's got a young group. It just takes time, man. You got to build. Just be patient. Oh holler, yeah. Don't yeah. holler yelling at. Don't yell and holler to coaches. They're doing this for free. Trust me. <laughs> Kershaw County, the pay is what it is, and uh, you know they they they're doing this because they love the kids in the game. So y'all have a good week. We'll catch y'all back next week for the big bowl pick them. Y'all have a good week. Yeah, keep your heads clear and your hearts full of God.